Blog Talk Radio. Let me in, right? 
and better love. You are listening to Dr. Robert X. Form by way of Truth to Power. I'm Beverly, and uh, Robert X. is doing a series of white supremacy and black faith, and this is part three. Dr. Robert X. Mayat Hotep, how are you this evening? Hotep, Sister Bev, Hotep family. Uh, I'm worn out, Bev. Me too. <laughs> oh. uh, I don't know about you, but I've had a, a full past five or six days, and it's just been okay. one thing after another. And then today, oh. uh, I couldn't charge my phone up, so I had to run out and get another another phone. And then I had to go through, of course, I don't have to tell anybody of the stuff you got to go through just to activate a phone, oh, you know, okay. it's not the procedure as much as it is the people that you're talking to that you can't understand mm-hmm. a damn thing. Man. Oh, you're dealing with that. Okay. Yeah, it's dominion. Mm-hmm. Hey, it's but, a uh, bunch of foreigners over here now. Well, no, that's in India. Mm-hmm. All that's constructed out. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. They over there. Okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah. On the phone, <laughs> trying to get things connected, and they, I got you. Yeah. Uh, for that matter, a lot of the things that you have to call them for, you'll know that they're Indians that answer the phone. That's because they're contracted out to do that. Mm-hmm. And what they're doing is that's like a bribe. that this country uses to get countries like India to side with them because it's really payoff. See, all that stuff could be done here with people that speak English that you can understand. Exactly. But they don't do that because it's cheap labor and it's a payoff to India. That's not all they do. Mm -hmm. I mean, they mm-hmm. do a lot of telecommunication stuff. And that's why you see, if you notice, over the past 10 to 15 years, all of a sudden, Indians are everywhere. Yeah. You even got them running for president, right? <laughs> so that's just one of the things yeah. that the gangsters do uh, and working in conjunction with the government. And that's why, Bear family, because of all the criminal stuff that go on between these corporations, that's why they're not too keen on anybody talking about following the law. Therefore, people like Joe Biden and his entire family can attempt to get away with absolute criminal behavior that nobody can deny. Nobody. And it's in everybody's face. So it's like they saying, what you going to do about it? Oh, uh, I don't think he's going to get past this one, Bear. <laughs> Too much. Mm. And they want to get rid of him anyway because even Robert Kennedy, who the media has had a blackout on or a whiteout on, mm-hmm. he's uh, damn near neck and neck with Biden right now. 
with no media. Yeah, that guy. All the one the stuff him and his son have been engaged in openly, and it's all being protected by the Justice Department, the FBI, and an assorted group of gangsters. Go ahead, Beth. Well, at least uh, Biden has opened people's eyes uh, now. So we, people that was really asleep, uh, the ones who don't see it now, they comatose. They the walking dead. They're not going to see it. But most people, especially uh, you, you and my cousins, black folks that just keep stepping with Democrats, which really is on both sides. But uh, I think a lot of people is waking up. Uh, I think Ice Cube is leading the parade. What is he doing? Oh, he's basically going to hell with the Democratic Party. And talking okay. about how they basically tried to uh, kneecap him. Mm-hmm. He couldn't get no work done unless he sided with the gangsters. Mm-hmm. And he... So he ain't alone. There's a whole lot of black people that I'm seeing. Mm-hmm. I, they just. Remember last week we talked about uh, so-called Charlemagne the goddamn. Mm -hmm. Him asking, what did you do specifically for black people? And Obama couldn't name nothing. He got to stuttering. Yeah. Well, that's all he can do because there's nothing black about, again, I feel like a broken record here. There was never nothing black about Barack Obama to begin with outside of his skin color. So I can never figure out if black people hate Clarence Thomas who ain't did a damn thing to them, they should absolutely excoriate Obama who did everything he could possibly do to hurt the prospects of black people. Everything. So... He's just white supremacy in blackface. That's what he is. Mm-hmm. That was his entire agenda for eight years. He couldn't find nothing to do for what people thought he was, and that is doing anything for black people. Now, can you envision a Hispanic president who don't do nothing for illegal? No. Exactly. That's that's going to be the first thing on their agenda. You're damn right. Because they're well organized, and black people uh, outside of killing each other, it seems like every time I turn on something, uh, young black people are killing each other everywhere. Uh, Somebody needs to add up all these black people that are being killed by other black people, somebody needs to tally up all of the deaths that's going on in the black community. That would be mind-blowing. It's sad, Bear. It really is. Look, 
Case in point. <clears throat> Me and my girl, uh, uh, we were out Saturday evening, and we were looking for uh, some place to get, you know, a bite to eat. Mm-hmm. Babe, this is like 10 o'clock. A.M., P.M.? P.M. Okay. Damn near everything in the black community for a, I would say, 10 square miles. The only thing you could find that was open, this is at 10 o'clock on a Saturday evening, and the weather is absolutely perfect. The only thing you could find open was a spray with the uh, sawdust sandwiches and uh, Boo Boo Ali selling the uh, Polish pork stuff. Mm. This in the black community on a Saturday evening, you can't get a rib tip. Let me tell you something. All them brothers out there partying at the club and the sisters, ain't no rib tip happening, which means ain't no boo-boo, ain't no booty getting getting exchanged. Because you ain't getting none without them rib tips. <laughs> and they done, the rib tip joint is closed by 10 o'clock. If I'm lying, I'm flying, Bill. Yeah, I believe you. Uh, it's total. Oh, oh, let me add one other thing: chicken. And every black person in America ought to be ashamed to find themselves in a chicken joint. I wouldn't buy a piece of chicken today if my life depended on it from a restaurant. I wouldn't buy no meat. The way they're talking about this. (laughs) They just passed that law last week that they can sell fake meat and don't have to tell you it's fake. Yeah, well, that's everything. The vegetables are fake, too. Oh, yeah. So what are you going to eat? Gotta connect yeah. with, with exactly. well, you got people that's, Go ahead. Hmm? Go ahead. Yeah, I just say you have people that's uh coming together and having neighborhood farms and planting stuff in their yards put all that out real seeds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're cutting all of that out. Oh well they're doing it here. Yeah, are they doing it here too? But they're cutting it all out. Uh, John Kerry has just said he's looking for a way to shut down as many farms as he possibly can. Seven, eight years ago, there was a huge craze about neighborhood farming. That's gone. Okay? It, It sprouted up for a minute, and before you knew it, it was gone.
No, people are gonna have to get ready to fight. That's that's what that's where we at now. Okay, for those things to happen, you bet you better be ready to shed blood for it. Now, if it's important to you to eat real food, I suggest you get ready to go into battle mode. Because who was it? Brother West called in a few weeks ago and pointed out that they got little tags on the vegetables, pointing out that Bill Gates then chemically altered the damn vegetables. The fruits, too. Mm. Everything. Mm-hmm. Everything is going to be synthetic. Nothing is going to be real, including us. Now, if that ain't worth fighting for, I, I can't help you. I can't help nobody. But here's the point to us going out <clears throat> and right around, uh, uh, I stay about four blocks from my house, four blocks over there, there's a restaurant that was open that's got all the pork and stuff. Who wants that? Mm-hmm. Okay. No. So I told my girl, I said, uh, you know, don't nobody want it. She definitely won't won't go near no pork. Okay, I mean, won't go near it. Uh, so we were talking about it. That is ironic that that place that's owned by Ali Boo Boo, you know, the Arabs got that locked down. So they'll sell you some of the nastiest stuff imaginable. Stinky stores, you name it. But they set up shop in the hood, right? Here, where you go in this country, that's where you're going to find them. Selling that something that's supposed to be against their religion, they put their hands on it. But they'll sell it to you. Now watch this, Bear. That little joint, I told my girl, is a, a troubled little spot. Because many of these Arab stores and restaurants uh, seem to breed trouble. And it ain't just started. Uh, uh, the new black, a new black woman, that's that's what I'm going to refer to the black women today that think that they woke. <laughs> right? That they can go out and fight men and act like men and because because they down with the LGBT. I'm talking to those black women that are riding this billy goat. Well, Miss New Black Woman, Miss Woke, went into that pork-laden paradise called a restaurant. Got into an argument with a dude in the restaurant, got on her phone and texted her son, who was 13 no, or she, 14. Huh? No, she didn't put her son. She didn't put her son in it. Oh, this is a new black woman. Oh, Lord. He goes into the store with his pistol in his pocket because she told him to oh. come down and kill the guy. No, she didn't. Now Miss new black woman got her ass in jail along with her son who she encouraged to she do be- the shooting. 
she better be be glad she still have a son. She put his life in danger. Of course. But that's the, the rule today as opposed to the mm-hmm. exception. And that's why a lot of these young guys are doing what they're doing. Fight a man. Why? Because mm-hmm. she knew black woman. <laughs> Miss Woke, 35 years old, okay, riding around with a pistol in the car. And I'm not against that. I think as long as it's, it's lawful, and it was in her case, she should have one. She, as I said before, she should have two. But you better be responsible with it. And that's what she left at home. Now, her and her son getting ready to do long bids. Well, the good thing for him is he's only 13 or 14. She got a $3 million bond. Now, she buying pork. Somebody. Somebody in the she buying pork at the world-renowned uh, killing spot because it ain't the first shooting that's been up there. Okay? And now she's getting ready to do a nice long bid because she felt that she should have been able to whoop a man. And because she couldn't whoop him, she called her son to kill him. Well, somebody in the chat room say that they uh, dropped the charges. In here in Chicago? Mm-hmm. I guarantee you those charges are not going to be dropped. They say she's, she's suing the city and the police department. Uh, ain't that the norm? <laughs> Is she suing them from jail? Because you see... They don't give you no $3 million bond and then drop the charges. That's not how that works. You ever heard that? Have you ever heard anybody with a $3 million bond within two days the charges are dropped? Have you ever heard that? Not really, but... Nor have I. There's some crazy stuff going on. Yeah, I think they ought to lock our ass up for about 20 years or more. That's not the first case we've seen of this. Remember, the woman goes into Walmart and want to shoot the woman because she don't want to accept her returning something. Okay, somebody got to give me some pretext for all charges being dropped. Okay, because <laughs> somebody just texted me the same thing. I want to know how that works, how you get a $3 million bond, and then all charges are dropped within two days. Somebody say that um, Soros funded district attorney dropped all the, the charges. I don't give a damn who the, the district attorney is. I don't care who the district attorney is. That's murder. premeditated because she got on her phone 
and text Duke, her son, to come and kill this guy. Beep. So your phone say beep, beep. Yes, you can hear it. I got to figure out mm-hmm. all these little gadgets to disconnect them because I can't stand it, Bear. I told you, I can't well, even well, stand give my phone. Somebody can't say even when they call in. Ring. Oh, they, they say when they call in, they'll tell you about it. Okay, excellent. I need to hear that because I've never seen anybody get a $3 million on one day and out the next. Dude didn't have no gun from what I saw. And if that's the case, all us in trouble. We in big trouble. Because guess what? That could have been me with the attitude of today's black woman. Not all of them. Y'all know who I'm talking about. That could have been me easily because they think they can whoop men. Okay. I don't know that dude that they keep, but I'm sure he got relatives and mama and daddy and sister and brother, whatever. Right? So his life means absolutely nothing, and I wouldn't care if it was another man that uh, called his son uh, or his daughter to shoot somebody. The same thing applies. So if you can just cold-blooded murder people, how much trouble you think you in, Bear? <laughs> so they murdered the guy? Bear. She called her yeah, son into said. the restaurant with the gun to kill the guy, and he killed him. She oh, texted him on the phone while him. she standing in the restaurant. I thought she called him to do it, but I they did, it didn't happen. Okay. No, it's, I said $3 million bond. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll see, see how that play out. That's what I'm saying. Uh, that goes on top of uh, a couple of dudes shoot uh, 18 people and out on bond the next day. For every person shot, that could have been a death. Then they would have been talking about mass shooting. So, see, we we got serious attitude problems out here. And I, I just noticed that the mouths on some of the sisters, I expect men to be foul mouthed. That's where it comes from. I don't expect to hear some of the stuff I hear. It's like, oh, somebody mentioned on the on the program not long ago about uh, this little uh, rapper named Glorilla or some crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. And I finally got the opportunity last week to attempt to hear some of what this little buzzard was talking about. And it's all about licking on women's sexual organs and all this kind of stuff. <laughs> And I said, 
Wow, when Tupac was alive, they was hollering and screaming because he used the word bitch. And they went and got all the Negro women organizations, and they started picketing and marching. And they didn't picket and march, march Old Testament. You see? They didn't picket and march Jimmy Levine. They want to pick it and march Tupac. And he made it quite clear that uh, as far as he was concerned, when he used the word bitch, it didn't have nothing to do with females. It's a behavior, and it, it applies to males and females. So, yeah, I, I'm really looking forward to hearing under what circumstances they let this woman go. It must be something because somebody's saying that he beat her. Yeah, bear. They were fighting in the restaurant. Everything is on tape. Uh, okay. It'll all come out. Mm-hmm. Watch this, bear. Remember the little white boy, uh, that grabbed the brother on the train in New York and along with two other people because he was supposedly yeah. threatening other people on the train. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And the dude died. And if you watch the video, it was obvious they weren't trying to kill the dude. They were trying to subdue him. Do you know what happened to that little white boy? What happened? They charging him. Uh, I forget what uh, exactly what it is they charging him with, but they trying to lock him up. Now anybody been on uh, rapid transit, mass transit, trains, buses, whatever, even airplanes. Okay, if you can get on the airplane, because I've seen so many fights at the airport, it's unbelievable. Whole families fighting each other. I didn't get on here to talk about this tonight, Bear. <clears throat> I didn't get on here because there's a whole lot of stuff going on. The CIA tried to overthrow, along with MI6, tried to overthrow Putin, and it didn't quite work out for him. Let me give you the short story on it, family, in terms of the results. In the next few weeks, I expect Pedrosen to either be arrested or he's going to end up dead somewhere. Because what he did is a no-no. And you can tell it was all fake and phony because all of the media like they already had their headlines prepared, and they was already saying, oh, it's up with Putin is gone, and there's a coup, blah, blah. Ain't it interesting that Joe Biden got in office because of a coup? <laughs> and now people are supposedly shocked because they find out that he basically is an agent for the Chinese Communist Party. 
and they got all the paperwork necessary to convict his ass. And people are pissed on about uh, Tyrone Biggums uh, being allowed to walk. They got photographs of this clown with a pistol in one hand and a crack pipe in the other in his own computer. That charge alone even made some dude, I guess he a rapper named Kodak Black, <laughs> he pissed off because he got charged with the same thing and got a three-year bid. Right? And again, the irony of the thing there is uh, before Orange Man left office, he pardoned Kodak Black. You know, the guy that hates black people. Mm-hmm. Pardoned him. Oh, it's just mine. It's just mind blowing, Bear. You got the trannies just running all over the damn place, naked and just. <laughs> it's like a jungle. Sometimes it make you wonder how you keep them going under. <laughs> And if anybody thinks that they're not doing this stuff purposely, you don't have a a, a working brain cell. Go ahead, Ben. No, I was just saying, as they say, you're going to make me lose my mind up in here, up in here. No, no diggity, no doubt. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is absolutely <laughs> crazy. Okay. But again, it's orchestrated crazy. You and me fighting there, uh, and I don't have no weapon, you ain't got no weapon, you have no grounds to have nobody else shoot me. Fighting each other is no grounds for me to pull out a, a hatchet and cut your head off. All that's really doing is breeding more and more of this. <clears throat> and that's what I see going on. It is a classic case of the system of white supremacy in blackface. Classic. We're going to let you wreak havoc in your own community, go out and kill as many of, of y'all as you possibly can. We, don't worry about it. We got you. Just keep it up. Until we get ready to pull a stop on you. That's what I see coming. I don't know about anybody else. But to me, it's obvious. And, and when you see it happening everywhere, when I see thousands of young people around the country 
all getting together on the same days, doing the same things, getting together by the hundreds and thousands, and just messing with people for no reason. Now, you mark my words, and I don't care how much melanin they got in them. You mark my words. It's going to be black people that's going to turn on them first. Watch. Because guess who 90-some percent of the victims of black people are, Bear? I give you one guess. I bet you get it right. Um, I uh, say that again, Doctor Exile. You got me over here reading this article. I give you one guess: who ninety percent mm-hmm. of black people are? Black people. Absolutely. So you mark my words. Watch now. Just watch. Because the stuff that I'm seeing. And what I'm hearing from black people, I never heard before. After uh, all of this stuff, this crazy-ass behavior has taken place. I'm hearing black people in the interview saying they're getting sick and tired of this. I ain't talking about in one incident. I'm talking about everywhere I turn. When black people get interviewed, we getting fed up with it, you see, because you're 15 or 16 years old. That don't give you no authority to go out here and abuse other people because you're young. What the hell is that? Oh, he's just way with you. Yeah. Uh, my automatic weapons uh, to go around to all of them and their friends. All right, so you reading the article about the the black woman bear? <laughs> yeah. So what what are they saying? Well, I'm just uh, reading it. They just saying that a video came up, uh, and so it, it, but they not going into details what the video showed. Ah. And why they dropped the case. I okay, so why did they drop the article? Case? You can read it to uh, us, man. No, no, it's a long article. Oh, okay. I I, man, that's amazing. The, I, posted in, I posted in the chat room. Okay. See, that's, what we're talking about, all this is is symptomatic of something much larger. Mm-hmm. And if people can't see that the breakdown that's allowed to being allowed to occur, now you just wait until Juan Valdez. It might take to next year. Okay, till they get acclimated to the realization that they ain't got nothing coming. Okay? And then they're going to, uh, for lack of a better word, entrench on black communities all around this country because that's where they're going to put them. That's where they're at now, isn't it? Or they're they putting them in the black. Okay. What we've seen so far is nothing. No, I'm talking about 
by the tens of thousands. And you know what's going to come with that. Always does. I hope I'm wrong. I ain't got no crystal ball, but I do know social patterns, and I do know it. Wherever this has occurred before, all hell seems to break loose. You just drop a whole nother group of people with a whole different culture in the middle of people that's already there. You asking for trouble. Hell, you well, can't put us you know, in Chicago. Go ahead, man. No, I'm just saying that what I what I'm reading here. I mean, when I went to uh, gun class, the first thing that they told us is you can't shoot nobody in the back because the threat is going away from you. So the the son shot the man in the back as he, you know. Mm-hmm. So that's that's against the the firearm rules right there. It was murder, Bear. When she picked up that phone and texted her son, that's premeditated. Okay? That's why she got the $3 million bond. If there were other circumstances, right, like her son was in the restaurant with her, you understand what I'm saying? That's almost, that's mm-hmm. like planning. Right, it was premeditated. That's right. That's planning it. And 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 when and when you going for your gun permit, they even if you rob you and if the person's running from you, you can't shoot them. You're not the threat is leaving you. Absolutely. You can't shoot them in the back. That's that's a lot of the murders that's been going on by the police in the black community. Guys running and getting shot 16 times in the back because mm. the police fear for their life while you running from them. <laughs> See, so here's, I bring up the case with the white boy in New York because, again, this is long before these people finally realized what the hell was going on. We've been saying for decades there is no law. There's only selected prosecution, and that's what you see here. Now, I'm going to say it again. If that's my brother, if that's my brother they killed, I'm going to look for her and her son. Yeah, that's what they say. Uh, you know, harm, harm might come to her and her family from his family. Why you tell me why it shouldn't? <laughs> See? Mm. That's crazy. But that's what we got here. Cause they want chaos. And that's why they allow and they know social media is the platform that they're using to organize the chaos. And it's happening all over the country. And whenever they meet up, here's what happens. They get to messing with people, jumping on people's cars, breaking their windshield, all kind of crazy stuff for no reason whatsoever. Okay? And I'm going to say this. I said it before. I'll say it again. 
I think Black Lives Matter people are being paid, right, to foment this violence. Because if you notice, Bear, not a damn word has come from the mouth of none of these people with all these uh, mass fights and shootings that was going on. Not a word uh, when they celebrated last week for, uh, uh, oh, shit, I mean, sure. Uh, I can't even, they just made, they made it a holiday. <laughs> Jill, are you talking about Juneteenth? Juneteenth, Juneteenth yes. yes. Mass shootings, not very far from from each other. One in Wisconsin, the other one in, in uh, outside Illinois or outside of Chicago. Celebration. <laughs> Now, you tell me what this stuff encourages, because I don't see no peace and stability coming out of this. Well, you know, uh, we had talked about this last night with Tugmo uh, and other family members. And, you know, in 1871, what they were talking about the United States and things like that, and so, but the the United States in 1871, it was called the United States Fidelity and Guarantee Company. It's a corporation, and they have back well a while ago. It was 11.2 million dollar insurance policy on all the citizens. So uh, it's probably higher than that now. So, I mean, the more of the citizens that die, they get an insurance policy. Uh, They took the gold. The money was not backed by gold, but it's backed by the citizens. And so they got insurance. So all these deaths and things like that, they're collecting uh, millions of dollars off of all of this. Who's collecting it? The United States, which is a corporation. In 1871, it's, it's the United States Fidelity and Guarantee Company. That's what it, it's up under. I got and the it. fidelity is the insurance policy part of it. And everybody, and that's why the money is, is backed by us. They didn't have to back by gold. They get more money by putting insurance on everybody and collecting from the insurance policy. I got it 100%. Does that mean we have to go out here and kill each other like animals? Well, if if, if they are instigating it, if they're using frequency, uh, how they say frequency wars, is wars, if they, you got all these towers and they looking all every block you see, you don't know what's coming out of this. They they making us and humans and part cyborgs and I mean it's just we're being attacked from all around and most of us don't even realize we're in a war or realize that we're being attacked. So if you're being attacked, Bev, what do you do? 
Do you fight back or you protect yourself? You got to do something. You just can't just leave yourself wide open, like a lot of people are, because they don't. This is a quiet war. They don't know what's going on behind the scenes. This is not quiet, Bear. Well, it's not uh, the war that most people think. Like you know, armies fighting. This is they make you kill each other with the frequencies. They killing you with pandemic. That's a good, how to get rid of a lot of people. The human so race you, is under attack. So who do you fight against? These corporations. They're the ones that's the 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 gangsters. Where's that fight at? Mm-hmm. And most people is starting. And most people is like, how you gonna fight against a, a a big corporation, which which calls itself the United States government? So here's the deal, Bev. How are you okay. going to fight a big corporation that calls itself the United States government? You can't fight them, is what yeah. you're saying. So no, now. this is what people. No, this is how. This is what people is like. Okay, with they don't, a lot of people don't know how to fight this. I got it. I got all of it. Okay. So mm-hmm. at the bottom level of that, with the people that's being uh, 5G, you can't mm-hmm. fight them because they block your ass up, right? <laughs> uh-huh. So you can't fight the people at the corporate corporate level, and you can't fight the people at the bottom that's killing you, literally. So how are you going to win the war? You can't even fight. That's a good question. How are you going to win the war? Exactly. When you basically have etched yourself out of the equation, you just waiting to become a victim of one or the other. See, I'm clear on the people that's making the money off of this. It ain't just that. It's organs. It's the blood. It's a whole lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. We've been we a like part the of the for at least 30 years that I can document that we've been talking about in my circle that ain't new. But it, it was like quietly. To me, I, I think it was like more behind the scenes. Now it's in your face. Bear, in the 1980s, during the crack mm-hmm. epidemic, it was murder, mm-hmm. murder, murder, kill, kill, kill. The entire black community all around this country was a war zone. Yes. That's the 80s. Mm-hmm. We're in the 20s now. Mm-hmm. This ain't new. To me, it makes sense. I'm seeing why it's being done. When people got policies on you, so they're going to do or come at you all different kind of ways. They just want you dead so they can collect the policies. I think sometimes we overhype those things, Bev, and I'm going to tell you why. And you, you correct me okay. if I'm wrong. Okay. Is the venom going to kill millions of people? The venom or is it the, what they give you that's supposed to cure the venom? 
Is the venom going to kill millions of people, and has it not inflicted uh, damage on millions of people? I mean, they say it has. They say all everybody dying from the venom, nobody dying from heart attacks and other stuff anymore. If they having heart attacks, they're having heart attacks because <laughs> of the venom. Because of the venom. Mm-hmm. Young people. Yeah. So now, did they try to, in fact, venomize the, uh, the entire world's population? Didn't they shut down the world to make sure that it, damn near everybody they can get that venom to they gave it to? Yeah. They don't give a damn about no insurance money. They want our asses off this planet. This ain't about no money. Well, yeah, they they want us off the planet, too. It's a combination of things because they're replacing us with uh, robots or whatever, artificial intelligence. So, yeah, and, and why are they getting us off the planet? They don't mind putting... Uh, money in their pocket. I mean, and that's not all of them. You got certain sections of them. That's what I'm saying. Go ahead. They got all the money already. Okay. You got a handful of people. You got a handful of people on this planet that that basically control damn near all the money, and the 90-some percent of the people don't control jack. That's cross colors. This ain't about the black folks or the white people. Okay? So they got we, all the money. Okay. I mean, so all they got, of it. What, so it's still <laughs> boiling down to they want us out of here. Money or no money. We're being Bingo. attacked. What do we do? They okay. want people off this planet. I just said it at the beginning of the program. People better learn how to fight because it's coming. This is a warning. That's what I'm saying. And I'm saying that all this violence, this un- unnecessary, unheard of violence, This is insane for thousands of young people at 2 o'clock in the morning to go into a neighborhood and just start tearing shit up. That doesn't make any sense. Does that make any sense to you? No. So you're saying that the people or whoever, corp government, they instigating, they creating this to get the people exactly off the planet. What I'm saying. Them same okay. people that already got all the money. Mm-hmm. They not only got all the money, they taking all the resources. <laughs> From the land to the water. They want to control it. They want the planet Earth. They want the planet, period. And they are willing to blow it up. If that means, if that's a way to get rid of more you, so be it. 
Have you heard him talking about nuclear war? Bears. I was around when Kennedy had the situation with the Russian missiles in Cuba in 1963. Mm -hmm. I was nine years old, but I remember like it was yesterday. I have never heard of people threatening nuclear war as consistently as I hear today and trying to start it, trying their best. So if you can't get the people that turn on the towers to elicit uh, criminal behavior on the part of your people, and you can't do nothing to stop them, you better stop the people that's controlling the towers. To me, that's logical. Okay. Didn't they make a movie? Didn't they make a movie like that where um, they blew up the stuff or something, and the people kind of woke back up? It was like they was walking around in the days or something, and then they they woke up or come out of one of them sci-fi movies, something like that. Well, I can tell you this, Bear. Mm-hmm. Everybody has uh, been rendered dead in this country. Well, let me mm-hmm. go. Let me just say, I'll go. Ain't nobody got up. They're all in the ground. I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm talking about mentally dead. You know how people are not resisting. They just going about their life. And, and then it seemed like, like you say, the frequency have you under some kind of hypnotic uh, state. Like you say, blow up the tower, stop the frequency, and then it's like people start coming to their senses. Okay, I got you. Um, I do seem to recall it's been a, a thousand and one movies. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's crazy. But let me let me show you. Let me show you because see, we got to be careful with this. Because okay. see, uh, again, right here, truth to power. We were warning people about the use of the language. You got to be real careful with this language, okay? If you can, don't use it. I don't use any of this made-up fake language because it changes the definitions of things, which basically feeds into the protocols that they already got lined up, all right? Now, watch this, Beth. I'm sure some people heard about this story, but I guarantee you, it wasn't hyped up in mainstream media. So I want the family to listen to a little bit of this and pay very close attention to the language that's being used. Check this out, family. Come on, y'all. In terms of woke language and gender ideology, what is cross-dressing men? Uh, and how are they different than trans-identified biological men? Um, is the media giving transgender people a pass by calling this group of sexual predators cross-dressing men? 
take a look at this story out of Boston today. Now, I made sure... Let me take this back and pay close attention. Check this out, family. In terms of woke language and gender ideology, what is different than trans-identified biological men? Um, is the media giving transgender people a pass by calling this group of sexual predators cross-dressing men? Take a look at this story out of Boston today. Now, I made sure to screenshot this, and then I'm going to show you a video later because I am about 85% sure that this will be taken down soon um, because this is an awful story. A group of four children under 10 were being kept in a dirty room full of drugs, alcohol, and sex toys. And you can see here it says they were being held by six cross-dressing men. Uh, police only found out about this because one of them had a heart attack and died and they were called to resuscitate that person. Now, obviously, these are children being abused by male anatomies. Um, but as a journalist, you know, I'm interested in the semantics and how this may further harm children if we don't look at this. Uh, in the media, if the media had called these perpetrators Friends. trans women because they are men who presented as women and that's sort of the way the media does now if a trans person commits a crime, that's why we get these headlines of like, you know, they assaulted with her penis, right? Um, daughter of so-and-so kills the father, that kind of thing, even though we know that these are biological men. Uh, That's all I need to play. Now, what did you notice in that, Bev? She was calling them, or they they calling men dressing up like women, her, uh, she and her, and, and no. like they really female. They're calling these trannies because that's what they are. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. they don't want to use that word because they're protecting them. So what words do they use to describe them? Trans something. No, cross-dressing men. Well, what that's the what hell they is, used to is they used to call them that back in the day before uh, any trannies and all that. They used to call them cross-dressers. Yeah. That was a term that was used by some, but trannies was used as well. Oh, I don't they even remember hearing trannies. They stopped using cross-dressing. Mm -hmm. Now it's trans. But with this situation, because they got caught having sex with four children under 10, with all kind of drugs in the house, you see what they just did? To keep the foul language off the trannies, they call them cross-dressing men. Mm. How about minor attracted persons, not pedophile. Hmm. You see? Because minor attracted men sound so nice and fluffy and understandable. It's just a minor attracted person. No, he's a damn pedophile. 
or she's a pedophile. Because somehow the women who having sex with the little boys in high school, somehow they get lost in the mix. I mean, them stories we've been seeing over the years. Mm-hmm. You see? Yep. So the little girl going to school allegedly shoot up the, the children and the teachers, killing them, right? And they don't refer to her as a tranny. Not only that, but she got a trans oh, and you can't see that either. Because they have to protect these people. Because what did Joe Biden say at the White House during so-called Pride Month at the beginning? What did he say? What did when he one say? of the trannies pulled her fake titties out and, and damn near got naked on the White House grounds. What did he say? These are our people. Him and his, that witch for a wife that he got. These are our people. No, he meant his people. Because what is Joe Biden? I'm sorry. What is Pedro Pete, according to his son, He's a pedophile. Thank you. So he wasn't lying. Those are his people. And when you look at the major players financing the Democratic Party and the Republican Party to a large degree, I give you one guess what they are. Many of them asked Jeffrey Epstein. Wait a minute. Wasn't Bill Clinton going on vacation to Epstein Island like every other week? But, I mean, it wasn't just him. It was the Bushes, all of them. I just think that. The Bushes never showed up on that manifest. Never. Um, well, I'm not saying they be jittery. Right, right. What I'm saying is, when you survey the landscape, you see an overwhelming majority of the people who are pushing this stuff are Democratic Party donors. That's what I'm saying. And I use Jeffrey Epstein as just a case in point. Now, you're talking about the, we were talking earlier about the people that controlling the 5G towers that's making the young black people go crazy. That's them people. Same people. Wait a minute. Didn't Bill Gates get caught up on Epstein Island? Or am I missing something here? There. Yeah, he got he got caught up. They they all belong to the same Satan 
religion or whatever. They well, what side of the political chessboard are these people on? Just like you say, it's on both sides, mostly the Democrats. Thank you. Not exclusively. Somebody say R. Kelly and Jay-Z filmed on Epstein Island also. That information came out over 10 years ago. Oh, okay. Now, let me do this. I can't say R. Kelly, but I can say Jay-Z and Beyonce. Okay? That's old information. Came out around 2010. Okay, we're talking about the people that's got the new list. Okay, the new list of people that were supposed to come out on Twitter. That some for some strange reason it ain't came out. Okay, we know about Jamie Dimon and the people that got uh, called to testify in the Bahamas based on helping to facilitate uh, the, the whole movement of the money uh, from Epstein. And we know that many of them, the Jewish billionaires, damn near all of them that was named. And what did Jamie Dimon and J.P. Morgan Chase do? They settled out of court because they didn't want them names to come out. I wouldn't be on my job if I didn't include, and I always have, three-quarters of the Republican Party. A lot of them Republicans are in the closet. They like them uh, preachers in the Catholic Church, right? Uh, They use God while they're raping the children. But what we see out here today is being openly orchestrated and promoted by the Democratic Party. Uh, how many pride flags did you see flying on government property uh, in 2016, Bill, 2017? Uh, they didn't have that many back then, did they? Exactly. Which tells you that this is government policy. That's why the news media is referring to these four degenerates, these grown-ass men with four underage children, uh, uh, children under the age of 10. They have sex with babies, and the media is calling them cross-dressing men as opposed to pedophile degenerates. But they call R. Kelly a pedophile. How about that? Well, let me go here, Bear, because I just thought this is this stuff is kind of like food for thought, okay? L- let me let me go back here, because I want the family to listen to this one. Now it's a little long, but you will soon understand why I'm playing it again. I merely ask that you pay attention, Bear. I sent you this. It's called treason. 
Okay. So you I didn't have a chance to look at it. <clears throat> I'll post it. I'll post it. Yeah. So uh, got to give up the source material. Want the family to see what I'm talking about here. But this is one of the best uh, factual analyses that I've heard in terms of what's going on uh, with the body politic. Okay? So check this out, family. For those of you who ain't had the time to check and see what's going on around you. Okay? Check this. The bribery allegations of Joe Biden and his family keep getting worse. It turns out there's a lot more evidence than people originally thought. I'm Zach, I'm an accountant, and I'm gonna walk you through all the details of the scandal this week on Wolfson Finance. Just this week, IRS whistleblower testimony revealed that they have a text message between Hunter Biden and Communist Party official Henry Zhao. This is shocking. The text reads, I am sitting here with my father, and we would like to understand why the commitment has not been fulfilled. Tell the director that I would like to resolve this now before it gets out of hand, and now means tonight. And Z, if I get a call or text from anyone involved in this other than you, Zhang, or the chairman, I will make certain that between the man sitting next to me and every person he knows and my ability to forever hold a grudge that you will regret not following my directions. I am sitting here waiting for the call with my father. Photos have since surfaced from the same day of the text showing both Hunter Biden and Joe Biden near the same location, further corroborating the text message as true. This is evidence that both Hunter Biden and Joe Biden were involved in bribery, money laundering, conspiracy, and treason. Let us go back to the beginning, because I think a lot of people forget what started this whole thing. In 2013, Hunter Biden rode on Air Force Two on a trip to China. During the trip, Hunter Biden met with a Chinese banker named Jonathan Lee. At the same time, Joe Biden met for five and a half hours with President Xi Jinping. Ten days this trip, a new business was formed called DHR Partners. Hunter Biden sat on the board of this new Chinese company. Guess who is the CEO of BHR Partners? Jonathan Lee, the same banker that Hunter Biden met. In 2016, while Joe Biden was still vice president, BHR Partners was involved in the sale of a cobalt mine in the Democratic Republic of the Congo. Where? This was one of the world's... Where? Where is it at? Where's the cobalt mine? Sister Bear? Congo. In the Congo. And who inhabits the Congo? <laughs> who inhabits it? The Chinese yeah, people with the black folks. Or who are the people that are scratching out a living to live on some of the most valuable 
real estate anywhere on this planet, you'd be hard-pressed to find a more valuable piece of real estate than the Congo, but the people live in utter poverty, okay? Now, watch this. Watch this now. Because, see, now you're going to begin to see the real face of white supremacy, right, as opposed to the disguise that they're using in blackface. And, again, that's why they're facilitating the violence in the black community. So when they crack down, you ain't going to be able to say nothing. Richest cobalt mines. It was sold from Freeport McMoran, an American company, to the Chinese company, China Molybdenum. Cobalt is an essential ingredient used in batteries for electric vehicles. What? Cobalt is used for the electric vehicle batteries, Elon. After this sale, if America wants more electric vehicles, they're going to have a hard time getting them without going through China. In 2017, Hunter Biden then invested in a 10% ownership of BHR Partners for $420,000. What? Hunter Biden owns 10% of this BHR company that's engaged in mining cobalt where children as young as 9 and 10 years old are working in their mines. They ain't in nobody's school. They got to earn a living because they haven't been allowed to run their own country for decades and decades and decades and decades. This was the same year that Hunter Biden sent the text message to Henry Zhao, who was also an investor in BHR Partners. In 2020, Joe Biden became president. In 2022, Joe Biden passed the Inflation Reduction Act, which included $369 billion in climate and energy provisions. I'm still not entirely sure how these investments were supposed to reduce inflation. This caused some concern. It seems like Joe Biden is passing laws that would benefit his family and China at the expense of the American people. When this criticism came up, Joe Biden said he never spoke to his son about his business dealings. Let us think about this. Remember the last time you took a trip with your father. If you and your dad took a trip to China and you were 10 days away from closing a massive business deal with a Chinese company, does it seem normal that you would never mention it? I don't believe his story. Then Hunter Biden explained that when he met Jonathan Lee on the trip with his dad, that it was a friendly visit, and they did not talk about the company that was to be set up in 10 days. I don't believe that. Throughout Joe Biden's first year as president, in 2021, Press Secretary Jen Psaki said that Hunter Biden was working to unwind his 10% stake in BHR Partners. Then, Hunter Biden's lawyer came out and made a statement that Hunter Biden no longer holds 
any interest, directly or indirectly, in either BHR or Scanatillas, the LLC wholly owned by Hunter Biden that held his 10% stake. Then, investigative reporters uncovered that two independent services for business records on Chinese companies showed that Hunter Biden still holds a 10% equity stake in BHR Partners. So, Jen Psaki was lying. Hunter Biden's lawyer was lying. Why is everyone lying about this company? It is still unclear whether Hunter Biden still owns 10% of BHR Partners. Let me explain what this means. It was last reported that BHR Partners held $2.1 billion in investments. Hunter paid $420,000 for a 10% stake. Did you hear? Now all of a sudden, you got billions of dollars being invested in this company that Tyrone Biggins was on the ground floor and getting 10%, okay? 10% of the stock. Now, all this money starts to come in two years later, and watch what happens. And remember now, keep in mind that this same SOB, Tyrone Biggins, and his pedophile daddy want to go to court to keep from paying for his illegitimate, according to them, for his illegitimate child, he wants the uh, child support payments reduced, okay, because he don't want to pay. Now, watch this. Watch this now. 10% for how much? $400,000 a couple of years ago? Watch this. So if he sold his stake in the company, he would receive $210 million. That is almost 50,000% return on investment. This makes me so mad. You see? You see? Now, all of a sudden, from $400,000, he gets $200 million. Uh, half of that going to the big guy. Let's keep going. This week, I filled up my gas tank. And when I looked at the bill, I almost had a heart attack. Have you experienced this? Skyrocketing gas prices are the result of this called Inflation Reduction Act. Meanwhile, Hunter Biden making hundreds of millions of dollars. And not just Hunter, especially Joe Biden himself. BHR Partners sold the cobalt mine in 2016. The very next year, in 2017, Hunter Biden was working to create a second Chinese company called CEFC. One of the emails revealed from Hunter Biden's laptop showed the funding of this company included Hunter Biden holding 10% for the big guy. Navy veteran and former employee Tony Bobolinsky came forward to explain that the big guy referred to Joe Biden. If this was the arrangement, EFC, I want to know arrangement for BHR partners. How much of the $210 million payout will Hunter Biden be holding for the big guy? Fast forward to today. When Republicans took control of Congress, 
they started investigating claims that the Biden family has been accepting bribes from foreign countries. They released information from bank records that showed more than $10 million of money transfers from Romania and China. The investigation really heated up when a whistleblower came forward claiming that the FBI had in their possession a document called an FD-1023 form. The document described more bribes to the Biden family. It alleges the founder of Burisma, the Ukrainian oil company named Mikola Zlochevsky, paid $5 million to Hunter Biden and $5 million to Joe Biden. This was at the same time that Hunter Biden was put on the board of Burisma and separately paid up to $1 million per year to serve from 2014 to 2019. At the same time, Joe Biden used U.S. funds to pressure Ukraine to fire their top prosecutor from investigating corruption at Burisma. The FD-1023 form specifically says that Hunter Biden was put on the board of Burisma as part of the bribe to convince Joe Biden to get the prosecutor fired. In case you don't remember, here is Joe Biden at the time talking about firing the prosecutor. Uh, I said, I'm telling you, you're not getting a billion dollars. I said, you're not getting a billion. I'm going to be leaving here. I think it was about six hours. I looked at it and said, leaving six hours. And the prosecutor's not fired. You're not getting the money. Oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> got fired. And they put in place someone who was solid. The document also contains shocking statements, like that it would take 10 years for all of us to find out the payments made to the Bidens because of how many bank accounts there were. But the most shocking statement of all was that the memo used the term the big guy to refer to Joe Biden. That was the same phrase used for Joe Biden that was previously included in the email for the Chinese company CEFC. These allegations against Joe Biden are apparently very credible. This is not some random informant. This was a confidential human source that the FBI has used on numerous previous occasions for other cases. This source is considered so valuable that the FBI has paid this person over $200,000 as an informant for over a decade. So he must have been giving them legitimate information. It is shocking that the FBI would have such serious allegations against Joe Biden and do nothing. If the FBI is not going to do anything with the information, Congress can. Congress subpoenaed the form, and then the strangest thing happened. The FBI refused to turn over the document. They just said, no, we're not going to give it to you. Congress then threatened to hold the head of the FBI, Christopher Wray, in contempt of Congress if he did not turn over the document. Ray still said no, with the excuse that the informant might be killed if this information was revealed. Who is it that would kill him? Who stands to lose something if uh, this dude goes to testify before Congress? Bear? Biden. Biden. Let's keep going. It gets even better if you can believe this. 
So this really confuses me. If the informant might be killed, doesn't that mean the info is legitimate? If there was nothing to the allegations, there would be no reason to kill them. If the allegations were true, why wasn't the FBI doing anything about it? The document was not classified, so why couldn't Congress see it? The whole thing seems pretty corrupt. It seems like the FBI is covering for Biden's crimes, but it gets worse. The day that Congress was about to hold Christopher Wray in contempt, the FBI let them see the form, but only the Oversight Committee and only a redacted version inside a SCIF. But it gets worse. Senator Grassley spoke on the Senate floor and revealed that he had read a version of the form before it was redacted, and the FBI had redacted out a key detail. There are allegedly tape recordings of conversations proving the bribery. There were 15 recordings of Hunter Biden and two recordings of Joe Biden. The person had kept these tapes as a type of insurance policy. So this means that not only is there hard evidence somewhere of bribery by Joe Biden, someone in Ukraine could have something to blackmail the president of the United States. What? Is that the reason that he keeps giving billions of dollars to Ukraine? Let me repeat that. Is that the reason he keeps giving billions of dollars to Ukraine? Because remember, family, it ain't just Joe Biden, okay? Because who else, Bev, got busted? trying to get the grimy little hands into the oil business in Ukraine. Was that the president of Ukraine? That little short guy? No, that would be the entire upper echelon damn near the Democratic Party with Nancy Pelosi and her son. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what, was he with the same company or another company? Was he with that company too? It's all engaged in raping Ukraine because of the policies that he was going to push where he's going to remove oil, which is going to make it more valuable, which means their investments are going to go through the roof. And now they're coming at your souls. I told people 30 years ago, y'all better enjoy these rib tips while you can because your ass ain't going to be able to go to nobody's park and barbecue nothing in the future. Mm. And that's where we heading. I mean, there were many, many other people who were connected to and invested in the criminal country that is Ukraine. And we ain't even mentioned the pedophile stuff that's been going on there. We mentioned that last week with Balenciaga. Let's keep going because it gets even better if you can believe that. If the U.S. does not do what Ukraine wants, they could reveal the evidence. Why would the FBI hide this? And it is 
what happened to Orange Man when he suggested to Zelensky that he take a look at Burisma? What happened to him? Mm-hmm. Then they tried to indict him? Impeach him. Oh, impeach him. Okay. One minute, one week they impeach him, the next week they indicting him. They're doing all kind of stuff. The whole point is, he knew what was going on there. Mm-hmm. Watch this, family. As all this stuff is coming out, the so-called special counsel, Jack Smith, releases a recording with Trump talking to some of his staff about documents that they say uh, uh, it uh, criminalizes him for revealing information that's classified. That could have only come from one place, because ain't but one person got the tapes. And none of it is going to uh, 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 impact on the legality of him having the documents. None of it. And they know it. But it should raise the half should stand up on your head. When that recording came out, okay, that's to deflect from these criminals called the Bidens. Let me, I'm going to say this again. Let's keep going because it gets better. It's also unclear, how did Senator Grassley know about the redacted portion? How long had people known about this? It turns out the information was also reviewed by Bill Barr, the attorney general for President Trump. And rather than start an investigation, Bill Barr sent it to the Delaware office where it has sat doing nothing. Where's Joe Biden, the senator? What what state is he the senator of? I'm, you're talking to me? I'm sorry. I'm up here eating. Go ahead. What state is Joe Biden oh. the senator of? I don't know. What, what, what state is he the senator of? Bill Barr sends the information about this stuff to Delaware. To Delaware, huh? Mm-hmm. All of this is factual. Factual as Bill Barr's daddy hiring Jeffrey Epstein. Let's keep going. It seems that everyone knew about this. Why did no one tell us? I feel like this would have been useful for people to know about during the last election. There is something about these allegations that no one has been talking about. We now have information about bribery from Romania, Ukraine, and China. But there is a difference between these countries. China is an adversary of the U.S. Just this week, China announced that they are deploying troops to Cuba only 100 miles from the U.S. This is in response to the U.S. stationing 100 troops in Taiwan to train their soldiers. If any of you are watching from Florida, 
Are you ready for this? If Chinese troops were to invade Florida, how would we handle that? All of this makes it pretty clear that China is an adversary of the U.S. That means that if Joe Biden received money from China, it is worse than just a bribe. It would be treason. Treason is the only crime that is written into the Constitution, Article 3, Section 3, Clause 1. In the U.S., treason is often punishable by death. Now, just to be crystal clear, I am not calling for any kind of violence against the president, and I am certainly not suggesting that anyone should take matters into their own hands. Congress has procedures in place to deal with these kinds of situations. U.S. Representative Lauren Boebert announced impeachment proceedings on the floor this week. Here are the articles of impeachment for abuse of power and dereliction of duty. But the text of the bill only mentions Joe Biden's failure to secure the southern border of the United States. Previously, Marjorie Taylor Greene also introduced articles of impeachment against Joe Biden for dereliction of duty during the disastrous withdrawal from Afghanistan. But while the Afghanistan withdrawal was horrible and the situation at the southern border is horrible, I'm not sure they are impeachable offenses. My question is, what is Lauren Boebert doing? Why isn't she doing more? What is Marjorie Taylor Greene doing? Why isn't she doing more? Where is the bribery charge? More importantly, where is the charge for treason? Now, I expect that some people might argue in the comments that treason can only happen after an official declaration of war by Congress. I disagree. The last time that Congress issued a declaration of war was World War II. Since then, we have had the Vietnam War, the Iraq War, the war in Afghanistan. The U.S. still has enemies, and the reason that treason is called out in the Constitution is we do not want our leaders taking money from our enemies to sell out the American people. China is our adversary. World War III has been trending multiple times this year, and our enemies in World War III would be Russia and China. If Joe Biden taking money from China is not treason, it's still something worse than bribery, and bribery was already bad enough. The saga continued this week when Hunter Biden pled guilty to tax and firearm charges. He failed to report over $1.5 million of income to the IRS and illegally obtained a firearm. The details of the plea deal that have been leaked is that Hunter Biden will receive misdemeanor tax charges and the felony gun charge will be dismissed if Hunter agrees to two years of probation. This seems like prosecutorial misconduct. It is unheard of for someone to receive such a light sentence from these charges. Let's look at the gun charge. Hunter is charged with lying on an ATF 4473 form when he bought a gun. This is the form you have to fill out saying that you are not using drugs. At the top of the form, it says that violations are punishable by up to 15 years imprisonment and or up to a $250,000 fine. 
and Hunter is receiving probation, maybe that is because the prosecution has a weak case. But no, that's not true because we have photographs from Hunter Biden's laptop that shows him smoking crack and holding his gun. This seems to be a pretty clear case. Does it seem fair to you that he is only receiving probation? Let me give you another example. Pamela Hemphill is a 69-year-old grandmother from Boise, Idaho, and she is suffering from breast cancer. She carried a small flag and walked through the Capitol building during the January 6th protests. She spent two months in prison for her crimes. Let me ask you, does that seem fair? Does this seem like there is an unequal application of justice? It does to me. Now let's talk about the tax charges. Here is some accounting advice. Do not do what Hunter Biden did. Do not cheat on your taxes because there are so many different ways that the IRS can come after you. For someone not to report $1.5 million of revenue on their taxes, that is called tax evasion. One of the claims from the whistleblower is that Hunter Biden would buy prostitutes and then write that off as a business expense. That is illegal. It is almost unbelievable for someone not to go to prison for this. Remember that just last month, we found out that the entire team at the IRS was removed from the Hunter Biden probe at the request of the Department of Justice. It seems like to get this plea deal, the DOJ had to remove everyone who did not agree. Bear, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. Can you imagine somebody <laughs> writing a booty bill as a tax expense? <laughs> now, wait, wait. Because they also have him for trafficking women. He didn't put that part in here. They have the documentation and the women, trafficking women. He writes off his prostitutes as a business expense. And here's the, the, the really ugly part about it, Bill. Mm-hmm. The Bidens don't have no business. Joe Biden is well, the how- business. Go ahead, Bill. How was they hiding all that money? Was they doing it through trust or different companies? How was they hiding it? They set up 20 LLCs in the names of their children, grandchildren, great-grandchildren, everybody but the baby that he got with the stripper that he don't want to pay the child support to. They got fake accounts. The Republicans that went in there and got the bank records showing all of this. But this ain't, look, the best part is yet to come. Okay? Check this. Not only that, the whistleblower 
testimony showed that the IRS agents were never given the FD 1023 form from the FBI discussing the payments to Hunter Biden from Ukraine. So the FBI is basically obstructing justice, withholding the information. The IRS is going through what they do, dealing with this thing. The Justice Department comes in and takes all of them off the case. But before that even happens, the FBI is withholding information from the IRS. And when the IRS inquire about it, of course, they penalize. Let's keep going. You're going to see why. This was the same form that Christopher Wray was trying to hide from Congress. No one has actually read the plea deal yet, so we don't know the actual details of what was agreed to. However, there is one promising thing. In the press release issued by the Department of Justice, they include the phrase, the investigation is ongoing. This would suggest that the plea deal does not cover all the potential charges. If it did, they would not have included this sentence. So there is still the possibility that the DOJ can pursue charges against Hunter Biden for treason. But there is a part of this story that a lot of people are missing. The FBI has had all this information about wrongdoing by the Biden family and yet has been working so hard to protect them. Why? They're not just ignoring it, they are actively working to cover it up. The cover-up by the FBI is worse than the crime. I think I know why they're acting this way. There is someone named Miles Gual being held in prison in New York. I think he is the key to this whole thing. He is the number one enemy of China because he speaks out against President Xi Jinping. Miles Gual is being held in prison without bail before his trial for fraud. But the case against him is the weakest fraud case I have ever seen. I made another video walking through all the details of his case, if you're interested, and I will leave the link in the description down below. But what is so strange about his situation is they are holding him in prison without bail. This is just so unusual. Bernie Madoff committed one of the largest frauds of all time. He was let out of prison on bail waiting for his trial. Sam Bankman Freed is currently charged with one of the largest frauds of all time. He was let out of prison on bail waiting for his trial two months ago. Two people were arrested in New York for being Chinese spies. Actual Chinese spies were arrested. They were let out on bail within hours of being arrested. Now, watch this, Bear. These are the same people that say they want to abolish the bail laws. Right? Mm. Mm-hmm. Why they letting all these young criminals shooting black people out of jail? Shoot eighteen people, you out of jail the next day. What did you just tell me about the black woman who have her son to kill the dude? Mm-hmm. How the hell they drop charges on a murder? 
But this dude, Nobel, and he's filthy rich. The reason he's in jail is because he knows what's going on with China and the Bidens. Okay? Now watch this. Isn't it strange that Miles Guo is still being held in prison based on weak fraud allegations? I think he's being kept in prison to shut him up. Do you know what else is? Do you know who used to be Miles Guo's Christopher Ray. Did, did you hear him? He said who he used to be his what? They blanked out. What did what did he say? Christopher Ray was his what? Was his lawyer mm. before he became the FBI director. And you he know was he was getting all that money in prison with no bail. Say that again, Bear. No, you know he took a pay cut to become uh, FBI director no, no. or whatever he, he is. He ain't took no pay cut. Wasn't he making a whole bunch of money before he He's became still, that? He's still oh, he making it. Okay. That's in lieu of him leaving the FBI. He ain't going to spend it, and you ain't going to see it until he leaves the FBI. Mm. Like when Obama opened the closet door and let all them degenerates out, he got $100 million as soon as he left office. And he already one of the most wealthiest men on the planet. I'm talking Obama. His money is just in a trust. Let's keep going because it gets even better here. The same Christopher Ray, who is now the head of the FBI. You have to admit, this is getting a little strange. So let's take a closer look at Christopher Ray. Before Christopher Ray became the head of the FBI, he was a partner at a law firm called King and Spaulding. At the law firm, he was making $6.3 million per year. This is very strange. Partners in law firms generally make a lot of money, but they don't make that much money. When accountants look for fraud, one of the first things they look for is someone getting paid a lot more money than is normal for that type of job. So for instance, the American Bar Association released statistics that show that the average partner at the top 200 law firms in the US earned $1.054 million per year in 2019. How much did Christopher Ray make again? $6.3 million, more than six times as much. That's strange. There are only a handful of lawyers in the entire country that get paid that much. What was Christopher Ray doing that made so much money? Apparently, he was working for the Chinese Communist Party. What? <laughs> wow. What? Now you understand why they had Chinese police stations around the country? Chinese police stations. 
let's keep going. That's why. We know this from comments from Nicole Tsai, spokesperson for the new federal state of China. Christopher Ray dropped Miles Gual as a client to go work for a CCP-owned company called the HNA Group. HNA Group is controlled by Wang Qishan, the former vice president of the People's Republic of China. You saw this dude a few months ago being arrested. He was he came and he leaned over and talked to Xi Jinping, and the next thing you know, he was being escorted out by the military, by the CCP. I'm sure you can still go online and pull that information up, the video. Let's keep going. H&A Group had a multi-billion dollar contract with the law firm King and Spalding. That is why Christopher Ray was making so much money. So here is the chain of events. Christopher Ray drops Miles Gual as a client. He makes millions of dollars through his contract with the Chinese Communist Party, and when he becomes head of the FBI, he arrests Miles Gual and holds him in prison without bail. Doesn't that seem strange? Shouldn't someone in Congress ask the head of the FBI why he is imprisoning his former client? I would like to know that. Wouldn't you like to know that? Now, just for clarification, as I mentioned, this information came from Nicole Tsai, spokesperson for the new federal state of China. This is a lobby group created by Miles Gual with the goal of overthrowing the Chinese Communist Party. If my memory serves me correct, he's directly connected to, he's either the financier or one of the financiers of that information that we put out there, Bev, on Truth to Power about Hunter Biden's laptop before all of this stuff came out. Yeah. He's connected to that. Mm. So, and you know, they had all that stuff that they are now starting to put on Instagram and or wherever they put TikTok and other places. We had that stuff way back then, photographs with the young girls and hundreds yeah. of uh, smoking, naked smoking, smoking pipe. and all crazy <laughs> stuff. Mm-hmm. Let's keep going. I have not been able to verify this information with a second source, so it might be biased, as they have their own agenda. However, I do not think we should dismiss these claims so quickly, because their information has turned out to be correct in the past. During the pandemic, this was the same group who came out and said that the virus came from a lab leak in Wuhan, China. Just this week, it was revealed that patient zero was identified as Ben Hu, a scientist at the Institute of Virology who was performing research on how coronaviruses infect humans. We think he was the first person to get infected with the virus. So it turns out this group led by Miles Gual was right about the virus this entire time. Why didn't we listen to them? Maybe we should start paying attention to what they have to say this time, because it seems like they have some way to get information from inside the Chinese Communist Party. I don't know how they do it, 
but somehow they are doing it. And all of these allegations would be so easy to verify. Why don't we just ask Christopher Ray? Why was he making so much money as a lawyer? Was he taking money from the Chinese Communist Party? Why is he putting his former client in prison? One of the biggest questions in all of this is why has Christopher Ray been working so hard to protect Joe Biden? Why did he refuse to turn over the 1023 form to Congress? Why did he redact the information? Why has he not been investigating any of the leads against Joe Biden? I think it is possible that Joe Biden is not the only person committing treason. Christopher Wray might also be committing treason. I do not think that Republicans realize that in this situation, they hold all the cards. All this could be revealed just by asking simple questions. Here's what Congress should do. I think they should bring Miles Gual from prison to the Capitol and ask him two questions. Is there a connection between Joe Biden and the Chinese Communist Party? And has Joe Biden committed treason? I don't know what Miles Gual knows. The feeling that he can answer these two questions, I would like to find out, wouldn't you? Christopher Ray is trying so hard to shut this guy up it only makes me think that Miles has something important to say. In order to convict someone of treason, you need two witnesses. That's why I believe Miles Gual is so important. We already have one witness in Tony Bobolinsky. Depending on what Miles Gual knows, he could be witness number two. Now I want to hear from you. The How about How about that? Now, you talk about criminal behavior, and people will say, well, Trump put Christopher Ray up there. No question about it. And you need to look who at who recommended that Christopher Ray get the job. And again, if my memory serves me correct, it was the Pillsbury Doughboy that's now out there running his mouth 150 miles an hour, right? Because he's now running for president. I know you have no clue who I'm talking about, Deb, right? <laughs> no, I'm looking right at him. I just uh, don't remember his name. He's fat and be sweating. He's former governor of New Jersey that should have been in jail based on misappropriation of funds. Chris, Chris Christie. Fat, somebody say Chris Christie, fat ass. <laughs> That's exactly who I'm talking about. That's who recommended for Ray. Okay. Now, <clears throat> Orange man been busting them out left and right. Everything that accused this dude of is because they're preempting what they already know is going to come out against them. I mean, everything. Espionage, they charge an orange man with espionage for taking his own records 
that the FBI told him when they went to Mar-a-Lago to just put another lock on the door. But it's not even against the law for him to take. Uh, the, the president can take things. I mean, it's already, they got a protocol that they do, so. They already know that, Bill. Look, look what I said, what they charging him with. They ain't charging him with that. They charging him with espionage. They say he's a what? When you think of espionage, what do you think of? The spying. Exactly. What did this video just tell you about Christopher <laughs> Ray and Joe Biden? They're working for the Chinese government. That's spying. Yes. Yeah. And it's not just them two. Okay. Now, ain't nobody's American in, in the general sense of the word. But I'm clear that the, if there ain't no justice, there should never be any peace. I, I forget who came up with that slogan that is now uh, lost about 150 pounds off his big fat ass. Excuse my language, family. No justice, no peace. And they got him sitting on NBC and or CNN lying through his nose. Preacher. Preacher. Same dude that got caught in the hotel room trying to buy some cocaine. By the weight, he wasn't going there getting him a little bag to fill up his nose. He was buying weight. No justice, no peace, my left toenail. Okay, family? So when we talk about people like Al Charlatan, what we're really talking about is white supremacy and blackface. That's what we're talking about here. And it goes it's even deeper than I'm sorry, Bill? No, I just say it's a bunch of them. Oh, it's a bunch of them, Bill, because they get paid well. Mm-hmm. Prior to this, Bill, the only time you ever saw Al Charlatan on TV was him out there hollering and screaming and raising hell in the street. Now when you see him, he's sitting up there as the token Negro. He looked like a flying buttermilk. <laughs> and he has been paid well. Yes, and most of what he says is an out-and-out lie because he's owned completely by the Democratic Party, which is a subsidiary of B'nai B'rith. You think I'm lying, family. Google, Joe Biden proclaims himself as a Zionist.
Just Google that term. Because I don't want nobody to take my, my word for none of this stuff. He's a member of the Sons of the Covenant. Now, they claim that they made the covenant with Moses. Okay? But I question that because, again, Moses is Mrs. And we know that's Amenhotep IV. Who, can, who, by the way, and again, you can't make none of this up, but you got to be able to question all templates, including mine, in order to arrive at the truth. That's what scientists do. Okay? How the hell does he disappear and he in touch with the Almighty? How does that happen? Let's fast forward to Nairis. Nairis, because I just removed the bees from Benebris, and I see Nairis. Sons of the Covenant. Here's what they say in the uh, encyclopedia.com about Benebris. They say in 1913, its leaders formed the Anti-Defamation League to protect the rights and status of Jews as well as to develop interconfessional relations. B'nai B'rith is a non-governmental organization represented at the United Nations, the United Nations Educational, Scientific, and Cultural Organization, uh, otherwise known as UNESCO, family, UNESCO was at the apex of ushering in the whole Baphomet statue movement, right? Not just in this country, but globally. UNESCO, and they are a member of the European Council. Okay? Very short little article there. But as I'm doing my research, family, uh, sometimes I'll go to Wiki, not Wikipedia, even though it is, but it's Wiki Fandom. Wiki Fandom. Because what they do is they go and take the truth and then they make a fairy tale out of it. Okay? So I went to the the covenant film dot fandom dot com covenant film dot fandom dot com because I put in my search engine the sons of the covenant and it came up with the sons of Ipswich. Sons of Ipswich the Covenant Wiki and here's what they say. The sons of Ipwich are descendants of the five families in possession of a supernatural force of unknown origin that founded the Ipwich colony and are also warlocks. The fifth family, the Putnam family, 
was banned from Salem, Massachusetts, because they wanted more power and was killed off. Or so we were led to believe. Okay? That's the only little piece that's in there. I thought that was kind of interesting because they'll hide stuff in this cartoon world that they're creating, this illusionary world. So I kept going to the Jewish Encyclopedia.com. B'nai B'rith or Sons of the Covenant. Now I keep asking, whose covenant uh, are they following? And here's what that insight, the Jewish Encyclopedia said. The largest and oldest Jewish fraternal organization. It has a membership of about 30,000 divided into more than 330 lodges and 10 grand lodges distributed over the United States, Germany, Romania, uh, Austria-Hungary, Egypt, and Palestine. It was founded at New York in 1843 by a number of German Jews headed by Henry Jones for the purpose of instilling the principles of morality among the followers of the Mosaic faith, uniting them on a platform upon which all could stand regardless of dogma and ceremonial custom, inculcating charity, benevolence, and brotherly love as the highest virtues. Political and religious discussions were to be barred forever in order that harmony and peace might be preserved in the, in the deliberations of the order. Then they're going to give you a little bit about their history, but then they come to this little piece, which I thought was extremely interesting. They say the order also established a public library known as the uh, uh, Mamonides Library in New York City. The B'nai Brith Manual Training School of Philadelphia and other educational institutions throughout the country. The order presented to the United States a Statue of Liberty chiseled by Moses Ezekiel, a native of Cincinnati. Okay, of course, when I saw that B'nai B'rith is a part of the Masonic order, okay, and I know that George Washington uh, is a native of Cincinnati, right? As a matter of fact, there is a lodge uh, that was back then supposedly separate, even though it was a part, because it was a a little well-known secret society called the Society of Cincinnati. You can Google it, family. Of which George Washington uh, was the head guy in the lodge. So what? I thought, you know, I'm doing all this research, and I, I thought that the Statue of Liberty oh, it was commissioned and produced uh, by the French. Okay? Hmm. And we know 
that it was Masonic. We know that it was the imitation of uh, Arset or Isis. We already know all that, so that you know that kind of stuff goes without saying. So I just continued to go on to see what else I could find about the Nabris or Nairis. And I found this, the Independent Order of B'nai B'rith. This is from stitchingargus.nt, stitchingargus.nt, or NL. I'm sorry, dot NL. Here's what they say. B'nai B'rith in Hebrew means sons of the brotherhood of the covenant. It was formed by German Jews to foster education and improve the Jewish image in America. Twelve Hebrew men met on October 13, 1843 in New York, formed the Independent Order of B'nai B'rith. Some of the twelve were members of Freemasonry and the Odd Fellows. It adopted a secret ritual of six degrees. Members had secret recognition signs, and it used black balls to reject undesirable applicants. They say, B'nai B'rith International from its very first meeting was a fraternal and benevolent society. Each lodge collected dues from its male-only members so a fund for widows and orphans could be operated. Dues were paid according to members' ages. They go on to say, two years after its inception, members participated in the funeral procession of President Andrew Jackson in June of 1845. The concern to become American soon made itself felt in other ways. They say, B'nai Brith in 1851 sent letters of protest to the Secretary of State in America, Daniel Webster, regarding anti-Semitism in Switzerland in a treaty with the United States prevented Jews from living from living in given Swiss cantons. In the 1860s, it changed the title of its officers from the Hebrew to standard English. By 1863, the order's preamble was amended. It no longer used the words it, the highest interest of Judaism, but referred to the highest interest of humanity. In other words, what they're saying is they're going in hiding mode. Okay? Because to this day, ain't nothing near dark skin in the Anti-Defamation League, so you can forget about B'nai Brith. They say in 1913, it organized the Anti-Defamation League to fight prejudice against Jews. By 1920, it authorized Lady Auxiliary. They go on to say, 
In order to become a member of the B'nai B'rith International today, the individual must be of the Jewish faith. Women join their own separate organization. Youth, the youth are known as B'nai B'rith youth. In 1978, B'nai B'rith had about 500,000 members. This membership included the B'nai B'rith women, the ADL, Hillel, and for those of you who don't know, Hillel is the college spy, Jewish spy organization. They exist to watch what's going on in the colleges and universities, okay? And the B'nai B'rith Youth Organization. They say B'nai B'rith is organized on three levels, international, regional, and local. The international, since 1935, is known as the Supreme Lodge. Prior to that, it was the Constitutional Grand Lodge. The international headquarters have been in D.C. since 1938. Regional groups are called district grand lodges, and local entities are referred to as lodges. International officers use the title of president, vice president, and secretary. However, on the district or regional level, the old lodge nomenclature prevails. They're called the Grand Nazi Ah, the Grand Alif, and so on. So now, here they are coming out point blank and saying this is an international Masonic organization. Well, my question is, well, who the hell was it connected to? Was it connected to other lodges? Hmm. And that's when I said, let me go and do something probably only done only once in my life. Let me go, Brother Rick, to Henry Henry McCow. Henry McCow. Who, who, if you think, let me just put it like this. He has no love for these people, and he's documented uh, the things that these people have been doing. But he's so virulent with it, I just don't use his material. I'd rather find out through other means. In this case, I'm going to do that, okay, because of the uh, dangers of the real system of white supremacy. So this is from HenryMcCow.com. The title of the article is The Sordid Truth of B'nai B'rith slash Anti-Defamation League. And here's what he opens up with. B'nai B'rith masquerades as a human rights organization. In fact, they do not allow non-Jewish Freemasons to join. Why? They are a satanic secret society dedicated to white enslavement and genocide. Okay? They're at the apex, family, of declaring who's a white supremacist Okay, who's a neo-Nazi along with the Southern Poverty Law Center? That's they, uh, they, they, uh, they child by illegitimate birth. The Southern Poverty Law Center. Okay, and let me say this: 
Bev, I hope you saw this. There was a, mm-hmm. a march uh, or a protest being held by some proud boys just a couple of days ago. And I forget exactly what, what the reason was. Uh, probably had something to do with LGBT and that kind of thing, but LGBT weren't there. They had uh, 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 the license to hold their rally. Here comes so-called oh, yeah. and I'm sorry, Bear. No, I just say, yeah, I saw that. Okay. Here come Antifa, right? Now, we've been saying that all these people are the same. Antifa, Black Lives Matter, that's why when you see Black Lives Matter, you saw damn near more white people than you saw black people. And the only way you know that is because you can see a little bit of their eyes and their hands. Because the thing that separates them from everybody else is they always wear masks. This time, they did what we said they should have been doing a long time ago. Grab them bastards and take their mask off. Because this so-called Patriot Front, we told the family on the last program last week, the Patriot Front is nothing more than the FBI. The FBI is working in conjunction with uh, Antifa and Black Lives Matter, just like they're working with the NAALGBT. Okay. Now, uh, when they unmasked these people, okay, the few that they were able to look up, but they took at least three of them's mask off. And you should have seen them, the way you did see them, grabbing them jackets, pulling it up over their face, because they don't want nobody to see who they really are. Mm-hmm. And as we said back then, some of them are the children of politicians, okay? But many of them are uh, Old Testament, and they're being paid to do what they do. As an example, there's been several situations around the country where people who were arrested, beating the hell out of police and anybody else that got in their way, uh, doing the so-called riots for uh, St. George Floyd, just recently the uh, attorney generals in the blue and uh, several blue cities decided that they would give these people who were as violent as hell twenty thousand dollars a piece because their feelings were hurt and they got arrested. Mm-hmm. They paid the rioters. Family, I know some of you immediately, your heads went right back to all these young black people mobilizing to go raise hell. And we told you, I guarantee it, okay, that some of the people who are organizing all of this stuff come straight out of Black Lives Matter. Let me go back to Henry McCall's uh, article. Here's what he says. While claiming to represent the interests of the Jewish community, uh, the B'nai B'rith uh, Anti-Defamation League is, in fact, a Masonic order 
that shifts blame for its Luciferian world government agenda onto Jews in general. Thus, while pretending to fight anti-Semitism, it puts all Jews in jeopardy even though they are not aware of the diabolical plot. The B'nai B'rith has no mandate to represent the Jewish people, but by equating opposition to the globalist agenda, anti-Semitism, it ensures that Jews are blamed for the emerging world order. Okay? For example, recently a forum posted an item about B'nai B'rith's advocacy of hate laws and internet citizenship. By the way, they they have taken over the United Nations, so now they're trying to mandate hate laws or hate speech in the United Nations. And that's in direct opposition to the Constitution. There's no such thing as no damn hate speech. But the point is, you see, as we pointed out some time ago, who's behind pushing so-called hate speech to have black people think that it's about white people calling black people niggas. That ain't got nothing to do with it. Ain't nobody referred to you as a nigger more than the Old Testament. I use as exhibit A the treatment that the Hebrew Israelites and Kanye and the black Hebrews all around this country the treatment that they've gotten from so-called real Jews. Okay? It's the most homogeneous outside of China. Okay? Group of people probably on the planet. Because they don't allow nothing outside of them to be a part of B'nai B'rith and Anti-Defamation League. And this is the top of the, the food chain. And we know about uh, other uh, uh, Old Testament organizations, but they're nothing more but fronts for world government. This is where me and Henry McCow part company. Okay? We also saw an example where if you mentioned that George Soros is Jewish, even though he hates Jews and worked for Hitler, they will call that anti-Semitism. When he was feeding them to the oven. Okay? Now, they say a member of the forum responded that those Jews are setting themselves up for extermination again. They go on to say, the Jews become the scapegoat for the Illuminati agenda despite the fact that most Jews are vague or ambivalent about their Jewish identity. Only 15% are observant. As a matter of fact, you will know that when it comes to the atheists, Jewish people lead the pack. They don't believe in their own, their own doctrine because they are not Jews. They are Satanists. I'm not talking about the Orthodox, okay? And that's why I believe that the scriptures uh, pointed them out in, in terms of what to watch for as watching for the synagogue, or they are, they are of the synagogue of Satan. They are not Jews, okay? To be a Jew means to convert yourself to a particular doctrine. They don't believe in none of this. That's what allows them 
to get engaged in almost any devious activity. Because to them, their God allows for them to do anything. Okay? They say, yes, most Jews are ignorant of the Masonic plot, naively. uh, Most Jews who are ignorant of the Masonic plot naively subscribe to liberalism, socialism, and Zionism. And throughout the history of the 20th century family, you look at who's behind liberalism, you look at who's been behind socialism, that would be Hitler and that kind of thing, and look behind, and the Soviet Union for that matter, United Soviet Socialist Republic, okay, Uh, and Zionism. They say, they might be surprised to learn that the Star of David featured on the Israeli flag is an occult symbol for sexual intercourse and was never a Jewish symbol in the Old Testament, that most Israeli leaders, like American presidents, are Freemasons, and that the Israeli Supreme Court is loaded with Masonic symbolism and is located along satanic ley lines. Financed and designed by the Rothschilds, it will be the world court of the New World Order. Now, that's some scary stuff there. Okay? They go on to say, the B'nai B'rith ADL is probably active in your city. It approaches local schools, private companies, and professional associations offering indoctrination in quote, diversity, unquote, and, quote, hate crime, unquote. It trains the local police in political crime. Hate is anything or anyone that interferes with the world government agenda, partly listed on the ADL website. And that's a fact. And then they give you a pyramid showing you the hierarchy, starting with the Council of 13, then the Council of 33, then the uh, the Committee of 300, then B'nai B'rith, uh, and the Grand Orient, then Communism, then the Scottish Rite, then the York Rite, then White Masonry, uh, which is the uh, Rotary Clubs, the Elks, and the YMCA, then come the Blue Lodges, and then come Masons Without the Apron, and then comes secular humanism. Most people who are pushing this agenda, all right, who are as dumb as a box of rocks, are engaging in secular humanism. They don't know nothing about any of the rest of this stuff. Okay? Then Macau goes on to say this. B'nai B'rith is part of the Masonic Scottish Rite Order established in 1843. By the way, family, they considered black lodges, I forget the term that they used, but they were not supposedly acceptable, clandestine or something like that. Anyway, they were, they were not recognized by the white lodges until the 1990s. Okay? And some of you may recall, they started going all around the country with many of the churches that were all white but some of them preachers were Masons. 
they began to extend the hand of friendship to the black lodges for the first time. That was in the 1990s. But I'm going to take you back to a Steve Cochleite, uh, a Cochleum, let's call it that, where he talked about the Boston Tea Party was not about uh, uh, white people going on board that ship, uh, doing what they said they were, uh, looking for what they said they were looking for. It was a uh, Steve's uh, version went like this. They went on board that ship because what's the black Masonic man? I'm running a blank on the name of the black Masonic lodge. That's the grandfather of all the black uh, Masonic orders in this country. Oh, what's his name? Anyway, they didn't want black people to be considered human which meant that if they became large brothers, they would have to treat them with the same respect as other white people. Prince Hall. Prince Hall. Oh, Prince Hall. The Mason, yes. Oh, yes. Masons of the Prince Hall, yeah. Yes, that's the granddaddy of all the Masonic lodges. Black. Mm. But they were considered clandestine, if I'm using the right word, which meant that they were not accepted by the white Masons. Okay, and as a result of that, Prince All basically got off the communique to the Mother Lodge to send his charter, because if he got that charter, the white people would have to treat black people as brothers. Okay, so when the the white people found out. They went on board that ship and threw everything overboard looking for that charter. It wasn't about no taxation without representation. They were looking for Prince Hall's charter, which would have meant that any black that became a Mason, they would have to be given all the privileges as the white Masons, and they wasn't having it. Did they find it? You got to ask Steve Copley that. I doubt it. Because you know why, Bear? Because they didn't treat black people as brothers until the 1990s. That's a fact. Okay? They say, the uh, B'nai B'rith is part of the Masonic Scottish Rite Order established in 1843. Its militant arm, the Anti-Defamation League, was formed in 1913, the same year as the U.S. Federal Reserve. They say, according to the ugly truth about the ADL by the Executive Intelligence Review, B'nai Brith has always played a leading role in returning the U.S. to the Masonic, in returning the U.S. to the Masonic control of the British Crown. That is a fact for the New World Order. Now, when Charles became the king, mm-hmm. he put out on Putin. Did he what? You broke up. He did what? When Charles became the king, remember I told you, the assassinations don't take place without them people, the, thir- the 13, without mm-hmm. them giving an okay for the assassination. So when the assassination was put out on Putin, if you notice, Charles has been invisible since he basically became the so-called king. 
okay? Mm-hmm. His mama wouldn't allow it, but he's a monster. Yeah, anyway. he's nasty. Hey, listen. And, and, I, and, I, and I just want to te- tell the people we have 10 minutes. If you want to continue to listen to the show, uh, you can listen on the phone. The number is 323-642-1586. I'll be opening up the lines. Push number one. If you have a question or comment, do not forget to send a donation to Dr. Robert X. Go fund me, and you can find that on the Truth to Power page. Thank you. Now, thank you, Sister Bev. Uh, now it's getting ready to get ugly. They say not only is the ADL emphatically not a Jewish civil rights lobby, the ADL and its parent agency, B'nai B'rith, have been from their inception arms of the British secret intelligence services and secret societies that are sworn enemies of the United States. The B'nai B'rith and the ADL have used their nominal Jewishness to conceal their actual allegiance and agenda. Now, I'm going to go because I just happened to have the book, The Ugly Truth, about the ADL. And I would suggest that if you can get you a copy, uh, get you a copy. One thing I'll say about Lyndon LaRouche and his organization, man, people hated them. I didn't have no love for them. They, they were recruited me all throughout my younger years. Okay? And I wasn't having it because I don't follow white people. And I don't think it's healthy for black people to take orders from white people. Okay? That's why we're in the mess that we're in now. All right? Here's what they say in on uh, page three of the ugly truth about the ADL. They say the bizarre reference to the nominally Jewish civil rights group by Episcop- Episcopal Canon West, uh, this guy uh, uh, West, uh, he was a top official of the Knights of Malta. Okay, so he's a member of the Sovereign Military Order of, of Malta, and that goes back. Well, I can't even comment on it. Let's just say it goes back to the whole story about Jesus didn't die on the cross and he went to France and uh, uh, married Mary Magdalene and all his children had little red crosses uh, over their hearts when they were born and that's the origin of the red cross uh, which has become a which from its beginning was nothing more it's like Doctors Without Borders it's nothing more than an intelligence organization operating uh, as a benevolent uh, organization when just a few years ago they got busted out, I think it was during Katrina, when most of the money that was connected went to uh, 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 salaries and that kind of thing, didn't go to the people that needed it, and people got pissed off because they realized that they were being pissed on. Anyway, they go on to say, uh, anyway, the bizarre reference to the nominally Jewish civil rights group by Episcopal, Episcopal Canon West with his pivotal role in the secret British Freemasonic movement in, in America naturally prompted a more serious inquiry by LaRouche's associates into the ADL 
especially following the sudden burst of ADL venom during the summer of 1978. Now, what's interesting is that was around the time period where uh, uh, Old Testament was busting away from their uh, black allegiance, right, uh, with the Baki case, same time. That's when they literally were kicking black people to the curb. We don't need you no more because now we got this power. Okay? They're going to say, what that investigation revealed was as shocking as the initial comments by Canon West about, quote, our Jewish friends, unquote. Not only is the ADL emphatically not a Jewish civil rights lobby, the ADL and its parent agency, B'nai B'rith, have been from their inception arms of the British secret intelligence agencies and secret societies that are sworn enemies of the United States. The B'nai B'rith and the ADL have used their nominal Jewishness to conceal their actual allegiance and agenda. The early history of B'nai B'rith is part of is part of one of the ugliest chapters in the British-led Confederate secessionist insurrection against the Union in the 19th century. Now, interestingly enough, the Confederacy back then would be considered the Democratic Party today. Remember, Lincoln was a Republican. Okay? Now, this is really interesting. They say, the ADL is more closely aligned with the racist Ku Klux Klan than with Judaism, more closely aligned with the murderous Medellin cocaine cartel than with any civic group. As the financial and political institutions of the United States are falling deeper and deeper into the grip of illegal drug money, the visibility and power of the ADL has grown. Today, they are at the very center of the corruption of our most cherished institutions, our schools, our courts, and our elected officials. And that's a fact, okay? So I'm going to be referring to that little, that little book that had them people shaking in their boots. You know why, Bev? Because they couldn't disavow any of it. Mm-mm. That's why I give Lillian LaRue's credit. They hated it, but they couldn't deny it. They say, B'nai Brith slash Scottish Rite was instrumental in starting the Ku Klux Klan and causing the U.S. Civil War, which destroyed the flower of American manhood. A B'nai Brith leader, Simon Wolfe, was a Confederate spy and was implicated in the assassination of Abraham Lincoln, the first of many such coup d'etats, i.e., the assassinations of Presidents Garfield, McKinley, and Kennedy. They say, the book goes on to detail ADL links to organized crime, drugs, and prostitution, domestic spying, the purchase of the U.S. Congress, and the removal of Christianity from public institutions. It says the ADL fought Texas legislation to prosecute satanic ritual crimes and lost numerous libel suits for defaming critics as anti-Semites. Leo Frank, 
the president of the neighborhood in Atlanta raped and murdered a 13-year-old girl in 1912. Benet Brith tried to get him off, but an aroused mob stormed the jail and lynched him. As this article outlines, the Benet Brith is connected with the mafia and is an adjunct of the Rothschilds, MI6, the CIA, and Zionism. They're going to say, as I've said, the mainspring of the New World Order is the private central bankers need to translate their unlimited financial power derived from their control of government credit into permanent world institutions of political and social control. Okay? Now, I'm not going to run my mouth tomorrow because I got to get, uh, I spent, I think, too much time talking about stuff outside of this where we really need to just nail down into the real system of global white supremacy and more importantly who's behind it because if you find out who's behind that system uh, they will no longer be able to put themselves in blackface and I'll leave you with this family because this is going to take us straight to communism and the usurpation of black independence by giving us the illusion that we could just join the Communist Party and you'll get everything that you're looking for. Okay? And that's where the black intellectual slash educated class slash talented tenth come into play, family. So we'll stop right there and let the family... Uh, get their comments in because I want to know why this how this black woman ended up getting uh, <laughs> let go. Okay. And I want to know all if right. you all agree with it. I, I partic- okay. particularly want to know if you agree with it because you mm-hmm. already know I don't. Uh, I have zero mm-hmm. tolerance for black people killing black people. I don't care if it's a, a 13-year-old shooting a 15-year-old or a, a 14-year-old shooting a 40-year-old. I got zero tolerance for black people killing black people because I recognize the real system of white supremacy. Okay, I'm opening up the lines. We're going to 773-895. Don't shoot the messenger. How y'all doing tonight? Good. Better love. Better love. Yeah, well, let's just say I'm part of a collective. Um, I want to address what's happening with the youth down here. It's a little different what's going up in Chicago. Some similarities, but a little different. Now, from what I've been told, I've been talking to a lot of um, people that work for the city, fire, the police department, stuff like that. Now, there's an issue with the youth here. A lot of car vandalization, breaking into cars and stuff like that. And where I live out right now, you can get to Mississippi maybe about 10 to 12 minutes. Mm -hmm. And just last week, uh, a group of young people had went over to um, Olive Branch, Mississippi, and vandalized like 81 cars at one time in the hospital. And that's a big big thing here. 
especially at night, they go to these different hospitals and stuff and vandalize these cars. But supposedly they had caught them. Mm-hmm. So another issue here with a lot of people don't know, Shelby County, which includes Memphis, has the highest rate of child abuse in terms of sexual molestation and rape with a lot of these children here. And it's a cross. They got the highest rate in the whole nation. And also what is not really being talked about, it's talked about here. It's being talked about, but then it's not. A lot of these teenagers, male, female, have been disappearing. 35 disappeared in Cleveland in one week. I saw it exactly at the beginning of May. And so something is going on here with these, these, these young people. Now, going back what you were, were talking about earlier about the uh, with these cell towers and everything, and I think, Bev, we had talked about this on the show about a month or so ago. Now, mm-hmm. I could be wrong. I'm just going by from what I see. The area where I'm at, that's not really a whole lot of cell towers unless you mm-hmm. like you go further east to like uh it's a suburb called Bartlett that's going towards Nashville. That's where a lot of the crime is happening back too, and maybe going back towards Memphis. And for some strange reason, this is one of the reasons why I haven't been calling in recently since I've been down here. Um you can't get a good signal even with the internet or the cell phones. It keeps going out because there's been a lot of times I called into the show and the call dropped. Mm-hmm. And I noticed like when I came out here, a lot of people that have the cell phones, they're even not using it or they're they're using it outside. I'm like, why are they sitting outside using the cell phone? They should be in the house because for whatever reason, something is either blocking the signal or the infrastructure is not set up here for the cell phone service. Like the three major carriers here are, um, number one is Verizon, number two is AT&T and T-Mobile. That's pretty much it. And now I said all that to say, like I said, I'm not disagreeing the fact that the technology has something to do partly to do with the young people doing what they're doing. You see, since I've been here, I've been around, I've been around a lot, uh, a lot of the young people talking to them and everything. What the real problem is, the reason why they're acting out, some of them are acting out the way they are because there's no family structure. All these, all these young people out here, not bad. As a matter of fact, was surprisingly, they're very kind. When you talk to them, they listen, and they're very respectful, especially the black children. Well, I don't know if y'all know, as far as the city of Memphis, the blacks outnumber the whites anyway. And I've had conversations with Judge Joe Brown and some of the pastors here. I ain't talking about the pork chop pastors. I'm talking about the real pastors who get out here in the streets and try to, you know, do the groundwork in, ter- in terms of, you know, waking up black people. And they said the same thing. Look, we're looking for some strong, non-cowardly, non-sistified men to go out here in the city, in these streets, especially Memphis, and talk to these people and see what's going on. And if you talk to a lot of the elders, they'll say that's what the problem is. Once you know, you get out here talk to these young people, 
maybe we can start solving some of these problems. But like I said, as far as here, it's not all the young people that's bad. But now as far as the crime, though, what is getting, getting, getting out of hand, it's spreading. It's starting in Memphis, but it's, it's spreading out, especially like the, um, the better suburbs like Bartlett and um, Collerville and Germantown. Mm-hmm. And it's scaring away a lot of people. Now, the difference between here and Illinois, one big difference as far as the gun laws, you don't need no concealed and carry permit here. So, like, for example, um, if you're sitting in your car and one of them little um, young people run up and try to take your car, and I know you're not, you're not advocating this, but if something happens, if they pull a weapon on you, they try to take the car, you can shoot them, and no questions asked, you're not going to jail. So That's going back to the bit, going back to the video now, I'm kind of gonna hold off on that because what I see what happened today, and you've been talking about this, and I agree, the dangers of watching stuff on social media. So apparently, with the video was chopped up and put out on different sites, uh, Facebook, Twitter, whatever, and so people, not, not a lot of people didn't necessarily see the whole video only pieces of it. And going back to the question you were asking, well, what happened as far as them being released? That happened around three or four. I got wind of it, matter of fact, um, this afternoon about three or four o'clock. So what happened, the Cook County State's Attorney's Office got the whole video and watched it, and basically they said, well, because of what we saw in this video, we got to let them go. So basically they were saying, by far as the, the uh, sister's son shooting a man, it was self-defense. And so the only part of the video that I saw, the boy was in the restaurant with the mama, and he was, she was telling him, look, you need to go back outside, get back in the car. And what happened, the guy she was arguing with, thought that she was talking to him. And see, now, what I didn't know, some some people saw, some people didn't, the um, the guy's girlfriend was in the restaurant, too, but I didn't see that part. So apparently she was egging the dude on that was arguing with the sister. And so escalated, he kept telling her, get your food, get your food, and then he said something about, oh, my mama, I'm going to knock, knock you out, knock you the fuck out. And he punched him. He punched her again. And so apparently that's when the son pulled the pistol out and shot him. That's the only part I saw. So apparently there was some more in terms of like what you were talking about earlier. Um, he, the guy ran out and the boy shot at him some more. But like I said, People need to be careful of that shit they put on social media because it causes a whole uproar and it really causes distraction. Find out the whole story, get all the facts first before you make a final judgment. And just like yeah. with a lot of the mainstream and some of the independent media, uh, from what I was able to read today, all of them had a different story. So it's uh, like, you, you get what I'm saying? Yes, I do. My my only question is, mm-hmm. if you called him to to shoot the guy, right? 
she texts him to shoot the guy, that's murder. Right. I don't but did that did, How, did that really happen? But see, that's the did question. Like, that that once again, from right. what I saw, the boy was already in the restaurant. She told him to go out in the car, and so that's when the altercation happened. And he, and he came back in and did the shots. But I, I get, I get that's what you're saying. Murder. Right. And see, with a lot of people, okay, for like a lot of people who don't live in Illinois, don't live in Chicago, knowing that that's why I mentioned the gun laws here early in Tennessee. Right. She had a conceal and carry permit. Correct. And in, in, in Chicago, if you shoot somebody without the permit or you get caught with a gun, you're going to jail. If you got Illinois the is a blue state, Chicago's a blue city. They're not they're not gun friendly, opposed to where I'm at now. Total opposite. That's why I said that. I had to put that in there. But you're like I said, you were right. Originally they had arrested her. They was gonna charge they was gonna charge both of them, especially with her, um, as far as having him supposedly go in the car and get the gun and come back, that's child endangerment. But like I not, said, not yeah, after that, they whatever brother. they Huh? That's that's murder. Right. Right. Because there was no justification for him shooting uh, for the the little boy shooting the dude because mm-hmm. of a fight. If that's the case, we gonna have murders all over the place because fights everywhere. Yeah. Now check this out. What a lot of people got upset about. There were other people in that restaurant. I don't know exactly how many, but there were other people in there. And instead of them trying to subdue the dude or take him down, whatever, they ran out of there. Uh, The government today has put out an edict that you do not get involved in anything because we'll charge you with it. That's the white boy on the train. The ex-Marine, yes. Yes. So they have put people in a position where people do not want to get involved for fear that they may be charged with something in case something goes wrong. So I and understand people ran out. Right. And a matter of fact, let me get let me get you his name real quick because I know hopefully Thomas is listening. He can he's there in New York. He can give you more detail. His name was U.S. former U.S. Marine Daniel Daniel Penny. Yes. And we can go to the guy who the brother went into the restaurant, uh, the, I'm sorry, a bodega, and want to uh, whoop the, the uh, one of the owner's ass because he didn't want to, or he had some choice words to say to his woman or whatever. Mm-hmm. And what happened? The guy that uh, uh, ran in the bodega stabbed the young boy and he died. Yeah. Because the girl got him killed, running her mouth. Yeah. Leave the yeah. store and go somewhere else. Or don't go, don't go at all. See here, see, here in this area, everything shuts down about 8 or 9 o'clock. If you don't get whatever you need to get at 8 or 9 o'clock, you don't have to wait till the next day. And I'm going to say this one more thing before you go to the next caller. I, <laughs> I, mm-hmm. I didn't plan to talk about this, but I don't know if you got a chance to watch um, – Marvel dropped a new series on June 21st, first day of the summer solstice, called 
secret invasion. Yeah. And what's interesting about it, everything that, that's been happening with the alien stories and with Russia and everything, all that is in there. And so I just yeah. thought it was interesting of the top that series. Yeah, and then, uh, like I said, Samuel Samuel Jackson referred to him as the spook by the the spook who sat by the door, and references to Paul Robeson and Coltrane. And like I said, I just I was just wondering if you had got a chance to see it yet. Yes, I did, and I thought it was interesting that they used shapeshifters. Yes, thank you. With a fake identity. Okay, and now they've gotten in position of authority. Well, they running everything. What did you and I say last week, Bear? What? About the aliens? you damn right. The aliens are already <laughs> here, and they are yeah. of the synagogue of Satan. Right. Mm-hmm. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, um, Brother X, the leader of that resistance movement, don't he look a little bit like Barack, a young Barack Obama? Yes. <laughs> I know I wasn't crazy. That's all I got. Hotel, and thanks for taking my call. Thanks for the right. comment, brother. Love. Yeah, I didn't want okay. to talk about the series until we got uh, into it because there's only been one episode that I've seen so far, and I thought it was interesting that they went and brought Samuel Jackson back to life. Mm-hmm. And when he got disintegrated, turned to dust, in the last Marvel mm-hmm. release, get the name of that one. But now all of a sudden he's Captain Fury and he's an old version of Captain Fury. And it's interesting. The older he got, the better his eyesight got because he the patch is gone. And look, they had him on another planet. He wasn't even on Earth. He was on another planet. Allegedly. But we all saw him get disintegrated, right? By the, I forget the villain who was trying to get all of those uh, rings to go on his hands so he could basically do what? Geoengineer the Earth and remove most of the Earth's population. Well, they tell you what, what's going on in the movie. So, what's going on, particularly in Marvel. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me open up seven two seven two hundred. Seven two seven two hundred. Do you have your mute on? All right, I'm moving on. You know something, bad before you go to the next call? Mm-hmm. Uh, you may mm-hmm. recall uh, a few years back, uh, maybe three or four years ago. I said one of the things that the sisters have to do, knowing how dangerous it is out here today, was to carry a couple mm-hmm. of pistols. Mm-hmm. Okay, own protection. And the other thing I said was to learn how to close your mouth. Because mm-hmm. man, the stuff I hear coming out these women's mouths today will get you killed, whether you're male or female. Because somehow they're under the illusion that they can fight a man. I don't. I don't understand that. Go ahead, Bear. Okay, we're going to. Where am I at here? Hold on. 
Okay, we're going to 
and he supposedly makes a joke about how often he steals government documents. Yeah, yeah, I heard. Yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable. He said he's stolen. He has sold state secrets. Yes. He said it right up front. And people probably want to blow it off as, oh, yeah, yeah, he was just tongue in cheek. No, that motherfucker was telling you the truth. Yep. That's what he, he's a criminal. His, his family is a criminal operation. But then the whole, whole family, thing, man. And you know, we talk about Tyrone Biggins all the time, Mike. But you know, his daughter is a is a dope addict too. Of course. Yeah. And, and it's no wonder the trauma. Yeah, he having sex with her, and you know, it's just man, just under. How are you going to hide all this stuff, man? At some point in time, the, uh, as Steve used to say, the makeup cracks. Absolutely. You start seeing it, you know. But uh, that whole thing called Washington, D.C., that whole pile of shit up there. And I don't exclude nobody that's up there from it. I mean, everybody up there is a pile of shit. Especially the ones that look like they are so pathetic. It's just, I can't listen to none of them. Say nothing. I can't listen to this shit. I anyway, you, man. It, 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 it's just so overt. Ain't nothing left to the imagination. Okay? Everything is out in the open. Uh, making deals with Ukraine and getting $5 million a piece. And it's all documented. They got no business, but the money is in their bank. And the, the house got the receipts uh, from the banks because the FBI was, go, was going to stall. And the Justice Department, they're getting ready to impeach him. Because one of the special counsels said one thing, and he said something totally different. And now they find out that he lied before Congress. It's just, and then they come with this fake indictment of Tyrone Biggums for nothing. For nothing. With all that stuff showing criminal activity. Because at first, uh, Joe Biden said it was Russian disinformation. Along with others. And he knows damn well that's his son. All he had to do is pick up the phone and he'd tell him, Yeah, that's my laptop. Okay, I'm going to the next call. See the general. Yes, sir. I don't I don't see him on tonight. He he haven't raised his hand yet. Thank you, Thanks Mike. Thanks for the comments, brother Mike. All right. Talk to you later. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Hotel. Better love. I think Tutmos got dropped. I think that was his uh, text I got. Oh, okay. Um, 832 508 832. Hey, Sister Bell. Hey, Robert. X, how you doing, Hotel, brother? Family. Better, Better love. love. Okay, now. And brother, like I said, I've been rocking with you since about 2010. I find myself in opposition to you a lot over the last year. 
And I don't know what the hell is going on, but one thing that I know is I've heard you complain about the level of crime uh, that we commit against each other. And then on top of that, I've heard Dr. Anderson and a lot of other black elders say that black people need some level of, of, of self-policing in our community because there is no way possible for us to be able to uh, rely on outsiders to come in the community and, and, and take care of our issues. That is correct. This, based on what I've seen, if a nigga ever put his hands on my mama, the way that dude hit that woman, I mean, this was like Mike Tyson punch out. Oh, I would have killed that nigga. Okay, I'm just going to tell you the real. And uh, I, I ain't going to play no games with nothing like this because uh, the way he hit her was like he was trying to knock her head to another planet. Uh, you know, you should never hit a woman, but, I mean, the way he went in on this woman, Robert, that's, I just I couldn't believe it. And Put I a know pin in it right there for one second. I have to admit, I didn't see any of the punch or any of that. Well, this woman is a typical black female, you know, not in the greatest shape, you know, full of mouth. But that's all they got, so that's why they do that. And you're right, they do talk a lot of trash. with your mouth in the same way. That's my point. Robert S., I got two sisters. I was born in Watts, California. I know shit talking. Yeah, niggas, you know. Okay? <laughs> so I, I I know. Okay? I'm born in seventy three, so you know I done seen it. I done seen whole yep. families get out in the street and brawl with each other. Okay, yep. in the middle of Watts. So I'm just telling you that there is a level of depravity that we have. But there was no reason for that dude to go upside that woman's head like that. That's I mean me. he was trying That's to end her you and me. He was trying to punch her lights out. And I'm going to tell you something. My mother personally don't like for me to get involved in stuff, and she tried to keep it to a minimum. But one day we were in public in Pasadena, and a dude asked her for the time. We we kind of separated. We were shopping. And, and, and the man, I guess, didn't like her response, which was she was I don't have no time. So I guess he thought that she was lying and blew him off, and he started talking crazy. Man, my mother called me over there. I had to raise up on this nigga, man. You see what I'm saying? Like when 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 he thought she was alone, he was full of mouth. But when I came out that door on his ass, it was, hey man, why you tripping? You know, all that old shit. And see a lot of these niggas out here, they they push up on women in a way that they would never do another Because a real a physical confrontation with a man is totally different than it is with a with a woman. You know, absolutely. So, and like I say, I don't I don't feel bad, and I think the city of Chicago is sending a message without saying it, which is y'all need to be prepared to defend yourself. We're going to turn our back on this one because uh, we got too much shit going on, and we got we, we to gotta allow people to defend themselves. And I, I, you know, like I, said, I don't know all the facts, but I know I've seen that dude hit her. Like her, he's trying to knock her head through that wall. I so. understand. I'm with you on that. See, I can't say how I would have responded emotionally, but that's you and me. What I'm saying is, she put her little son in danger. What if that dude had had a gun? Yeah. 
But now, well, after but, he but hit I, it like that, he should have had one because he had know some gunshots was coming. <laughs> right. Well, how would he you know that? If you hit somebody no, like that. Ain't, ain't no boy, ain't no son going to sit around and let no man beat up on his mama. That's right. Man, but the me, point wait, is, let me tell you something, the mama let me sent tell you the text to the son to bring the gun into the store. Sister Bev is 100% right. Let me tell you something. Me and my ex was having an argument. Let me tell you something. I had three niggas come out the room on me. All of these is my biological sons, okay? Understood. And sat right there to make sure that shit didn't go no further <laughs> than the argument. Yes. And, and, That's and right. let me tell you something. I couldn't do nothing but respect them because I trained them to be that way. Mm-hmm. And one, one of them niggas is 300 and something pounds, Okay. Uh, yeah. About six foot, another one six two, about two twenty five, and I got a seventeen year old. It's about five eight, maybe about two hundred pounds. So, it, look, I would have got dealt with. I'm telling you, bro, that you know this whole mama getting whooped on this. This is some, some sensitive shit for most men, especially black men. So I understand. Yeah. All I, I'm I, saying I just, is, based on what I've seen, brother, I, I couldn't see it no other way. I'm just telling you the real. So let, let me ask you this. If this woman was the scum of the earth, and we know we got some out here like that. <laughs> yeah, we do. Right? And this yep. brother punched her out. Would your, would your view change then? But Robert asked. It, it, my view would, would, would change, but I don't see what she did past a conversation. Uh, 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 that he probably didn't like because he didn't. She didn't. We, she didn't wave nothing. She didn't. So jump we don't in his know face. what he said to this dude that made him go off like that. But we but know again, he, her mouth wasn't closed. This is true. But again, she made no gestures towards him. Right. I don't care what she said. Yeah, he was yeah. supposed to be able to hold his discipline. Yeah, you don't care. I don't care bro, either. That's why I told you earlier. Bro. I've been called some of the most vicious names you could think of for doing bro, absolutely bro. nothing but trying to check a sister uh, on the rules of the road. Uh, like, like last example, I just roll that my just window up and go ahead on and I'm slow down and get away because I don't want to kill me. I hear you, but I'm gonna tell you about well example I had last week. I'm at Chipotle. I'm sitting in my car eating a little food and just to pull up. Like four kids in the car. Sixty year old jump out, bang my door. I'm like, Oh shit Like, you know, uh I don't want no dents in my ride, you know, I want my ride to look decent. And I'm right. looking at the girl and the lady and Slade look at me like, What's your problem? Like talking through the window. I'm like, What? And I'm feeling violated because I ain't said nothing. But she got nerve to jump nutty with me. Right. And, Robert, let me tell you something. I got out of my ride, my Jeep Cherokee, and when I got out, she was like, oh, shit. I said, look, man, your, your, your child hit my car, you know. Uh, you know, I'm trying to see if the damage is done. Well, you act like she tried to do it on her. Like, she escalating it. And, brother, yeah. let me tell you something. I just, I said, don't 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 worry about it. Miss. I see you got a lot going on. You got your kids. Go 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 on and have something to eat. I, I'm I'm sorry. Let me get back in my right. And I just got on Robert because I knew that she was gonna say something eventually that was gonna make me feel like I wanted to boot her ass across that freeway. So I just said, man, let me get the 
the f out of here, man. Because and uh, that she got what the wrong kind of energy. You swallow hard, because all of us have gone through that situation. You got to learn to swallow hard. But there's That's a right, different dynamic did. out here today with some of these sisters. I see it over and over and over and over. They take things yeah. to the extreme, and then let me tell you something else. They want to call their boyfriends, their cousins, their yeah. uncles, and the next thing you know, you being shot up. That's right. I'm glad I did because I just, I, I, I said, I can't argue with this one. Uh, I mean, you I took the damage, whatever, I get all Shut your mouth. I'm a black, I'm an old black man, and I know when to shut my mouth. Yeah. yeah like you, I mean, I'm not old, but I'm 49 pushing 50, so. I'm not no spring chicken, and she was younger than me, but, I mean, I just was like, you know, at some point in time, you got to accept responsibility for the fact that, yes. you know, you might have did something, and your your kids or somebody did something, and if you say, well, you know, sir, sorry, she's just a kid, I, all right, my, my bad, let me go on about my business, you know, but I had to check myself, because if not, if I because as a man, you're not going to win none of that, I mean, people just ain't going to side with you as a man. Yeah, That's right. All women, but as a woman, in that car. she can't win if she wants to battle you. And she got to be yeah, well, smart. Well, she knows she got that working in her favor. That. She got that working in her favor, and she know that. So, But anyway, I know some other people want to get in, man, but I just – I had to let you know, man. I, I can't mess with you on this for Robert Day. I'm, 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 I'm going to the hip. The nigga hit my mama like that. I'm going to the hip, and I'm I'm pulling out. So I don't know what to tell nobody. And I'm in Texas, so we we get that all day. I probably would have did the same thing, but if my mama had called me in there, I would have probably shot up in the ceiling or something like that. I'm not gonna murder somebody. I'm gonna get him off my mama. That's my first priority. I think the fight was over by then, Robert. Like you said, it was premeditated. There ain't no doubt about that. But uh, that that was a premeditation that was worth uh, premeditating, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. So, but you know, uh, it's, a, like it's a, a hell of a situation, speak, brother. Yeah. Thank so you, you got to put these things by ear. Each one of these incidents, we just had an incident about three, four weeks ago, where a sister's at a gas station. She gets angry at somebody, and next thing you know, her car is turned over in the middle of the street after she done ran over the other people's cars. I mean, we keep we keep having these incidents over and over, and I've never seen this before with black women. Airport, where one black woman gets an attitude, and she want to go across the counter and get the ticket agent and fight the ticket agent. Whole families in airports fighting each other, black and Hispanic. It's very rare I see white people fighting white people. It's always a bunch of black women in the middle of this stuff, and I don't get it. Go ahead, Bill. Let, let me let me open up three two three two zero seven. Oh, wait a minute. Wait. Okay, uh, 323-207. Peace, family. Better love. Can you hear me? 
Better okay, love. Family. Yes, we can hear you. Better love. Better love. Better love. Man, man, brother, brother Robert, um, you coming, you coming through with a, with, with this, man. It's, it's right on time. It's another classic demonstration, man. Um, it's just much appreciated. It, it just seemed like, you know, um, the creator has kept you <laughs> alive specifically for this time to continue this work because it's like you you right on the target. I'll tell you this, Especially family. Google. I'm hearing p- other people echo now the same sentiment that I got because the level of disrespect that we seem to have for each other is off the charts. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I, I just I'm trying to dwell in on on the 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 metaphysics behind that, because like Bobby Hemmings would say, like um, even with the Dogon community of Mali, when the Arabs encountered them. And we know how advanced that civilization is. We know how advanced our people are. Um, when the when the Muslims encountered the Dogon civilization, they they deemed them unworthy of Islam because they figured that they you know they assumed them to be too savage yeah. of a of a people. So you know, I like like Brother Bobby Hemmings would say, it's something spiritual in our fall. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm you know, <laughs> it's hard because if we we up under the propaganda of what the Nazis was doing to you know in, in Nazi Germany, um, we yeah. up under that right now. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, it's tough. I mean, we dealing with the people that has never been healed. You know what I mean? So it, I mean, it doesn't shock me to see. Or the you know to be experiencing what we what we experiencing you know what I'm saying being under attack our community for how you know for so long to see us you know self destructing in the way that we are I mean I'm not surprised as far as like for example with the um, with the mom and her son um yeah that's that's just unfortunate <laughs> I can't even. I don't even. I can't even go there because it's it's so normal. It's you know that that is so normalized in our community. It's, it's, and that's the sickness. It's the sickness. Right there. Right. Yeah. As far as you know, men disrespecting our women, or you know what I mean. Um, I said that to say is the sisters in the community. I guess you know the the seers, the the sisters that's into astronomy and things of that nature. They were saying that the 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 time that we in the holy Shekinah, or you know the, the that divine feminine energy that's coming in that you know we understand the powers that be are you know flipping it to yeah. to you know highlight the negative aspects of that power um they understand that that energy is coming in the the divine feminine realm the holy Shekinah, that realm it's that time to rise and they, you know, they, they got to flip it and, and demonize it and bastardize it. But, um, yeah. Let me ask you, yeah. family. Show the low energy. Talk to me. Mm-hmm. Have you ever heard of a rapper named, I think it's Glorilla? 
Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm yeah. familiar with the young lady. I don't really pay attention to her music, so I I can't tell you one song. I can't either, but I can give you a a little piece of a verse because I couldn't get through it. <laughs> See, yeah. That's self deprivation. That's us beating up but, beating up on each other with the language, and when you get comfortable beating up on yourself with the language, why wouldn't you commit murder on yourself? The language comes before killing. I'm not making excuses, but this is part of that program, just like we talked about BET Awards Mm -hmm. Sunday. It was all them female rappers up there, and they wasn't sounding like nothing, but all they was up there naked and talking that junk. It wasn't hardly no me, no male uh, rappers on that show. And I, I just you, looked at bits and pieces of it. Mm-hmm. I was getting ready to ask you. So why were you watching it? I, this is what, what we talked about on the show last night. I just, after the show, I went back to, and looked at bits and pieces to see what, okay. what they were talking about. To see... I already know. We already know what they're going to give us. It's constant. There's no break in it. They want black women to play the role of the hoe. And they make it. And, and that's what that was. That's what they were looking like. I know, but we got to reject it. I'm not going to have them to tell me that all the black women I know are hoes because that's what they promoting. Exactly. But too many of us are glorifying them. You know why? Because they're getting paid. They're getting the bag. You see? And that's all they talk about. Licking on each other and getting the bag. That's that propaganda that, you know, they was running in Germany where they got to level a certain community to where it's like they demonize, they got to demonize us. And, you know, the best way to do that is through, the, you know, the divine feminine. And they, when they level the woman, that they level the nation. You know what I mean? And, um, yes, I mean, sir. it's we got a duty. We got a duty to stand up as men. And, um, like, you know, we got <laughs> we to gotta figure this out, man. Um, I, I greatly do appreciate the work you're doing on you. My nature is to protect the black woman. But how can I protect her when she coming at my neck? Mm, yeah. Yeah, I mean, and that's a certain spirit. It's a certain spirit. Um, mm-hmm. That's what patriarchal systems warn you about as far as uh, when, as a man, um, what I do take from those systems, you know, from those religious systems as far as it catering to the patriarchal demonstration is um it, it does help men understand their role in society as far as setting that house in order and um yes. you know being that guy being that guy because uh, the sisters it's easy for the sisters to get lost in the sauce or the cares yes. in the world like the prophet the social media is like an accelerant Okay, because you have a sister on there 
who wonder why she can't get a man, right? And then she lays out her criteria for the man she wants. He got to have a $150,000 at least job because that's what she makes. So first and foremost, your premise for manhood is capitalism. You see? And you think your uh, uh, relationship is going to last based on the acquisition of capital? You've already lost. Mm. Well, I can't date no man if he ain't making what I'm making. What? When do affairs of the heart begin with the billfold or the purse? No. You take people where they are, period. Yeah, and you work, to right together. you work to grow together, not to see who make more money, who got the bigger bank account. You're already lost. And that stuff is all over social media. And then admit, I can't get a white man. I can't get an Asian. So what does that leave you with? Another sister? Because that's what they're promoting. Because we can never leave out the social structure that's being engineered in this country to make that the reality. And people like Glorilla are glorifying it. Women licking on other women as a viable option to having a relationship with a man. I wanted to also address, um, we've been going through getting it. We've been going through getting the daycare established out here in California and yes, um, different okay. programs that, yeah, different programs that my wife, yeah, we, we, um, we got it accepted through the state and everything. Um, That's great. great. So, Oh yeah, yeah. So we up and running. Um, but like they, it's different programs that you know the state will offer you that you know if you did want to go and establish your own daycare center, like the 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 county or the state will help you. Mm-hmm. And you know they offer classes and things you know within the right. community. So my wife, she attends these classes, and every time she attends these classes, you know they give her gifts and stuff or whatever. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm addressing that to say as far as, like, for example, we, we get boxing boxes of, like, you know, um, daycare or, um, you know, learning materials for children since we're in this right. industry. Mm-hmm. Just, for, you know, just for – it's a grant that the, the mm-hmm. cities are offering to the community of different people that, you know, go through these programs. Anyway, so my wife goes through these programs, and we, we get all this seven boxes, you know, all types of, you know, um, uh, what is it, the stuffed puppets that the kids can play with, all types of yeah. different things. But uh, we getting all types of literature and, um, you know, just donations from the state. Um, and in the books that they're, you know, giving us, Uh-oh. Um, it's Come all on. about, thank you. Come on. It's all, it's all about diversity <laughs> and inclusion. Yep. Of course. You smell me. Yes. 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 So um yeah, that's so that it's cheap. all about diversity and inclusion. 
That's that cheese, man. That cheese. The cheese ain't the problem. It's the problem is it's in a trap. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. And um, this last comment I got on Bear, you know, when we, we, we homeschooling as well. Yeah, we mm-hmm. homeschooling as well. So we had the other week it was a it was a homeschool convention out here. Um out here and uh so we went we went to the homeschool convention just to see, you know, if there's any resources that we can tap into. Um, mm-hmm. you know, within our community or anything of that nature. And I'm not sure <laughs> if there's it was just a random homeschool event that was at the convention that we found, but it was a Christian themed because every every um work every booth at this convention was Christian inspired. So I'm like, damn, yeah. like where's our community convention, you know, homeschooling convention mm-hmm. for us specifically, um, which my wife found something in, out of, you know, Georgia, a host, you know, Atlanta will host something specifically correlating to us. But I'm, you know, out here in California, I'm, you know, I'm looking for something indigenous, something Islamic, for anything other than, the Christian paradigm, because we we can go to we can go to the church on Sunday, you know we can get that in on any church you, on you, any corner. You, um, we you can get create. you know church resources, but that's what I was. You that's, what I said, that's what I was. Thank you, Uncle B. That's what I was putting that that thought out there that we you know put that initiative mm-hmm. out there that we really don't have our own uh, much of anything anymore. Correct. And um, so you got even to, just putting organizing, you know, even organizing you the convention. how to swallow hard and and make the best of a bad situation. <laughs> That's it. Well, I yeah, think I mean, this, I think so, this is an opportunity time uh, because mm-hmm. you this is this is excellent time because we are creators, and so this is the time yes. for what's not there is for us to put it there. And so yep. you Thank know, you. Exactly. If, if if it ain't there, you make you put it there. Who gon' yep. We got to quit looking for others to do for us. You got to do for self. Oh shit! And and that's the initiative I, I just wanted to put out there that I noticed. You know, the, the Christians they they all they all organize mm-hmm. hosting home mm-hmm. they teaching their own kids. They got yep. Christian materials. Drawing mm-hmm. a picture of history, how they want it portrayed to their children. I'm I'm sitting there looking like, wow, we can't do this. Or like, where it's is where is doing. that? <laughs> but you have to ask yourself. And you and your wife is doing it. Go oh, yeah. Why yes. would they not do that? You see, so that I'm, becomes I'm just, clear and understandable like that they're going to push yeah. what's conducive for them. Yeah. So you know what you have to do. Yeah. And more and more people are taking their children out of public school. So this is a perfect opportunity for people that want to get into the learning like you're doing. You know, you start mm-hmm. now, and who knows, you could end up having a whole university. No right. question. Thank y'all, Brownie. I appreciate y'all's platform. Yeah. Keep up the good work, Brownie. This was needed. Thank you. Absolutely.
Now I got to All see right. that punch. I got to go back and look. I got to look at it too and see what what the was look going on. They didn't even show the punch. They showed the the young boy standing in the doorway with his hoodie on, with his hands in his pocket. I didn't even see the shot, any of that. Mm-hmm. But the, the, my overall concern with uh, the whole thing is that they, that's not the first time a, a big shooting has occurred at that spot up there. And mm-hmm. in Chicago, there are several of those places, all in the black community, run by Arabs. And every single one of them got that same reputation. Well, every we had that going. We had that going on here too when the Arabs first came, and then there was a group of, of people formed a coalition, and they would go up there and shut the place down. They wouldn't let people that's come correct. in, and, and that's so what black the, people. That's what black people are supposed to be doing. But you see, they they understand the politics of the city. So they paid off certain Negro leaders, and when you go into their, oh, excuse me, when you go into their businesses, guess what? The pictures of those Negro leaders are hanging on the wall to disarm it you. It don't matter. It don't oh, matter. Yes, it does. I mean, here. Well, I'm just saying they had that going on here. They These Arabs, when they got here, they were shooting our people and, and disrespecting the the females. Wasn't nobody going to do nothing about it but us, and that's what we did. The way it used to sit there, and I used to go out there with them and march with them. When we, did, we shut down gas stations, stores. That's it ain't going to change until we change I started it. coming up to Detroit during that time, Bear. That's yes, when I started coming yes. to Detroit, when all that was going on. Yeah. yeah. I know firsthand because I was uh, connected, including with the preacher. What's his name? Uh Oh. Which one? <laughs> Heavy set brother. A few of them back then. Talk a hundred miles an hour. <laughs> Some people considered him shady, but he was from the hood. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, we I, had a few of them. I can't remember his name now, but yeah, see, black people need to take control across the board. You name mm-hmm. anything. And we got to get up off our butts. I've been screaming this my own. This is my bottom line. We got to get up off our butts and do what we need to do. Yeah. Because these and it people are uh, uh, on your side. They ain't really on your side. That's the whole nature yeah. of this this series. <laughs> and if you, if you stand up and you speak up and do something about it, you can change it. It don't take a whole lot of people either. That is correct. And a lot of times, because, see, I know because I talk wherever I go. And you'd be surprised. All the people that agree with me, overwhelmingly, wherever I go, most of the people agree. But you know something, Bev? I We played mm-hmm. one of our songs earlier tonight from back mm-hmm. in the day. So my, I, don't think played, I don't think you played Girls in the City. Yeah, I did. That was the first one. Okay. I I, I got in a few minutes late. Okay. No, it was another old school uh, song. I, well, there was two more I'm going to play tomorrow. Uh, Level and 100 Proof. I didn't play that uh, too. That's the one, 100 Proof. 
Okay. That's the one I'm talking about, okay? Okay. Because do you know the name of it, Bea? Everything good or something like that. Everything good is bad. It Uh goes like, seems like everything good is bad. And everything bad is good. Mm-hmm. That's the nature of today. Mm-hmm. Everything good is bad, and everything bad is good. Okay? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 1970. Dr. X? Okay, go ahead. No, I'm done. I just think that that song basically is like uh, an axiom of what we're dealing with today. Everything good is bad, and everything bad is good. Okay. Um, let me play. Let Let me play that with us going out. We got a couple of more minutes here. So, okay. uh, where is, is it at? Where's one? Oh, I see it. Okay, Dr. X, thank you. Thank the listeners. We'll be back tomorrow to continue Absolutely. this. Better love. Hotel, Better Hotel, love, Hotel. Hotel. Hotel.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.